Welcome, Friday, September 30th. This is the Pat McAfee Show. I'm AJ Hawk sitting in for Pat today. He is at Clemson for game day, and he will be there and join us at one. Football! We're still working on it. We're still working on it, boys. I'm still working on trying to hit the beat here. I got to try to figure out all this, the angle of this seat, everything going on with the Thunderdome, but obviously awesome to be here. Great to be here, guys. I'm going to switch from this camera that we started with to right here, one of these top two guys. Out of the bottom one, right above Conman, but... Boston Connor is here. Ty Schmidt is here. Zito's behind the glass. Evan Foxy back there. Nick Moraldo. Bruce Brown somewhere. Gertie. Zito, who did I forget? Me, Bill. Mitt, Billy. Bill. Love, yeah, I would partner. never forget Bill. My fantasy football well, just coach. Yeah, you What's guys that? are heating up. We'll get into it later, but our fantasy football <laughs> is pretty good right now. We're doing pretty well, but obviously, boys, what uh, what's kind of taking over everything right now is the, uh, the big Thursday night prime video game. We know we saw the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Miami Dolphins. And Tua Tunga Bailoa. What do you guys think? Obviously, everyone's up in arms. Bengals win the game, but everything's overshadowed by what happened to Tua, mm-hmm. what, five days ago, four days ago? On yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, falls down, back injury, stumbles. A lot of people see this. Now he gets slammed down. Not a dirty play by any means, I don't think so. And it looks bad. Fingers, everything, all these neurological situations going on. Like, I guess in the moment, what do you guys think? I was watching two of my kids sitting there, and the fingers, everything go. I was like, Yeah. Hey. I knew exactly. I was like, I think he's he's knocked out. I've seen this before, but seeing it like that for that long was was kind of tough. Yeah, it sucked definitely to watch. It was one of the worst injuries I feel like I've seen in re- recent past. That wasn't like the Dak or you know where a leg gets broken and it's disgusting like that. I think just watching it over and over again because they played the replay, which I know you know they kind of have to show they it. Kept showing the fingers and everything. They, yeah, they wa- kept doing it, and that that stuff kind of gets me more than yeah. the broken legs and everything. But the big debate is like, why is he out there? How's he out there? And that's what we were talking about before the show. It's like. If he was cleared, what's he supposed to do? Not play because he doesn't feel comfortable? Like, the doctors clearly, you know, and it was a third party. It wasn't like the Miami team was keeping it in-house. Like, it was someone came from outside the organization and was like, hey, yeah, he's good to go. It's not a concussion. It was a back and ankle injury or whatever. But that's what doesn't make any sense is people up in arms about them letting him play. But it's like, what do you, what do you want from the guy? They cleared him. And I guess people want to say, what, do you need to protect to or protect players from themselves? Is that the, right. the whole question people are asking? Today, you guys know, like, everyone's talking about it. Is everyone kind of on the same side? They're upset with the Dolphins in the NFL if that he was even out there? Yeah, I mean, pretty, the, that he shouldn't have played on yeah. Thursday regardless. But isn't that what the whole point of the independent neurologist was? Because in the past, like, it was just a team doctor where they would be, maybe be able to fudge it a little bit if a guy was concussed, but... He convinced them, like, hey, I need to go back in. And they were like, all right, we can't do this anymore. We need someone who doesn't That's give a shit. That's why they had to put a protocol in place. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. hey, if, 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 you, if somebody is showing signs, right, or symptoms of a concussion or of head, head injury, you have to take them through this whole process, and then there's different steps they have to pass. And they're saying – people are saying there's no way Tua should have passed that, I guess, from Sunday to Thursday. Well, I guess, but then you talk about, like, McDaniel was saying, hey, I had a conversation with him. It was the same to it. Like, he wasn't exhibiting yeah. any symptoms of, like, oh, there might be something a little off here. Uh, Fitz Magic had his little oh, you yeah. know, pregame yeah. deal with him, and he was like, I talked to Tua for two hours, and then, like, an hour after that where we were just kind of hanging out, and it wasn't taped. He was normal. It was the guy. It was the guy I knew. So at that point, and you know, like if you're playing in these games, you're not going in thinking like, oh, well, what if I get a concussion? Like it's yeah. football. You understand the risks. I'm sure you never, you know, you might have got dinged up a little bit, but you're never going into a game thinking like, 
oh boy, like I might get concussed today and, and it might really fuck me up moving forward. Like that's just, yeah. that's just not reality. No, it's not. And it, I mean, I don't know how, like I, I it's, First off, scary, super scary watching Very it happen. Scary. I watch it happen in real time. Like, geez, like my whole family kind of happened to be around the TV, walking in, seeing it as that as it happened. And I've seen different things like that happen. You know, when guys get knocked out, they start snoring instantly. That's yeah. a scary one. That's one that's super scary to be around. Um, but then, yeah, I, I I instantly didn't go to, oh, what's he doing on the field? I can't believe this. Because no. I've said this before. I just I don't see any way to where. The Dolphins knowingly tried to push him through the protocol and push him through. You can't really do it with the independent people, even if they're all on board. I don't see multiple adults getting behind this and trying to push the guy on the field. Yeah, and they're three and zero, or they yeah. were three and zero. It's not like they. Were it's not like, the Super Bowl either. This it's isn't not like Super Bowl. I yeah. understand if I don't understand it, but you people could justify it if they would push someone through something like a protocol. Mm-hmm. If they're like, hey, it's the Super Bowl. This guy may never be back here again. And then. I would be a little more apt to think someone would fudge the rules, but here I just don't. No, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's not as if that's what they were talking about last week with the Bills, where it's like, hey, this is a division game. Maybe then they, you know, fudged it up or something. But again, the third party doctor who wasn't part of Miami was there. So they're basically completely unbiased when it comes to him playing. They don't give a shit. They have to just do their job. And, you know, if. They were pushing him back soon, even if it was an ankle or a back injury. Like, if if that was a serious injury and they were worried about pushing him back too soon on a short week, then he wouldn't have played. Like, it seemed like he was okay to go. And then, you know, like Ty said, you're not going in the game like, oh, what if I blow my ACL? What if I break my leg? All that shit. Like, you just play football and shit like this happens in football. Yeah, it does. And unfortunately, like, the players have to see it. And we, we, uh, I know I was reading things to where what, uh, Tyreek Hill and different players were asking like throughout the whole second half on updates of Tua, so obviously it's still fresh in their brain. Yeah, anytime players are out there and you see somebody get carted off and you see both teams out there and like trying to go say something to the guy, it's super scary. Yeah. I think Chris Long tweeted something about it, though. Like, players are able to compartmentalize things and try to block it out as much as they can, but this one was such a scary one that we heard yeah, even the players on both sides were kind of asking about two updates throughout the whole game. Well, and I think a lot of people were saying, you know, in terms of McDaniel, like all the malfeasance, like this guy, it, everything we've seen from him, like he's a player's coach. He mm-hmm. legit, he's one of these younger guys who legitimately cares about his players, almost like, I mean, I don't know, you would know a lot more, but it seems like it's kind of like, a, it's almost a blurred line between like your buddies with the guys, but you're also yeah. their head coach, which I don't think ha- it happens too often. And it goes back to, you know, like him and Tua, I think, have a very strong relationship. Like he he understands that, hey, I, I was brought in to kind of make sure that Tua is the franchise guy because we, we drafted him so high. And I just can't imagine that in a week four game on a Thursday, in his first season as a head coach, he would do something so crazy to to je- really jeopardize not only the rest of Tua's career, but his as well. Because I comes don't think he would have the power to even override these doctors. Right. If, he, no. if he wouldn't have stepped in and bang on the door of the doctors and the independent people and say, hey, Tua, we need, you don't understand, this is my opportunity, I'm a head coach. First off, he would never do that. No. And if he did, they'd laugh him out of the room. Like, no, yeah. this, that's not how it works, bud. Like, you just got in the NFL anyway, stop. Like, or you just got a first-time head coach in the NFL. He's been in the league for a while. But still, and I get it because like there is a lot of outrage this morning. And who are they mad? Who are okay? Where is all the outrage? Like first off, I think it it first should be, yeah, outrage, and and we're worried about Tua. Like hopefully this guy is okay and he can figure everything out. But who are we? 
I guess, show who is this towards? All of the outrage. The I, Dolphins and the NFL or what? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins and the league because the, the general narrative is there's no way this guy should have been playing. Yeah. And, again, a lot of people were saying, which is where it gets very dicey, like basically overriding what the doctors already said on Sunday. You know, everyone was saying, like, hey, we saw it with our own eyes. We know this guy was concussed on Sunday. It's like, well, the independent neurologist said that he wasn't. So, again, it kind of it, it's whether or not you want to believe that the NFL is, hey, whatever happens, we don't care. We This guy's a starting quarterback. We need him to play on Thursday. And if that's your mindset, then I don't think anything anyone says is going to convince you otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I think you're 100% right, Con. I know you had something on that, but I, I – they don't want to get sued either down the road. Yeah. Like everything no. is like, like, why do you think now if you get toward all shots where I, I was, I went to Cincinnati, I'm with the Bengals for one year. And I remember one of our first meetings, they're talking about toward all and Hey, there's always, there's possible side effects, especially down the road. If you want to take it before games, here you go. You got to sign this consent form basically saying you can never sue us mm-hmm. if something happens. Like, they're always worried about that stuff down the road, especially when it comes to brain trauma because it's been in the news. It's been everywhere for the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, it's a massive deal. I feel like the war on football like a few years ago is strictly on concussions, whether 10 years ago, not a few years ago, but still. Yeah. And Whitworth talked about it uh, when he was in one of the games. He got banged up. And I didn't know this, but they have spotters actually like not in the crowd, but like around the stadium where they're watching and say there's like uh, somebody, you know, takes a big hit or whatever and, and there's no stoppage of play but they see them kind of almost be woozy yeah. while they're walking around the field or walking around the sideline they will like call down and get that player removed like that's what happened to Whitworth Whitworth got I forget what the story was exactly but he got dinged up stayed in the game and then one of the spotters from up in the stadium actually like called down they're like hey get Whitworth off the field so I mean it's not they do cover their ass like it doesn't make any sense why people would be upset with the Dolphins or the NFL like it's it sucks but that those are the rules the doctor said he was okay okay to play he himself too has said he was okay He'd be Boy. pissed at the independent doctors, whoever those yeah. people are, whoever did it. And the Dolphins, yeah, like you could say, oh, yeah, well, clearly he was stumbling around. Yeah, believe me. To me, it looks like it. I was watching that game. Uh, I was at, at Nick Mangle's Ring of Honor uh, induction at the Jets Stadium. All of a sudden, yeah. I'm watching on the, on the TV screen. T- Tua gets dinged up. I watch him. His head hits the ground. Yeah. He stumbles around. In my mind, oh, man, that sucks. Tua's out the rest of the game. I hope he's okay. And then I see him throwing touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I'm like, man, how does that work? And now here we are, all of this. And I don't know how that back injury whatever works, but I, you want to? I guess you could say what the protocol doesn't work. Then, if that's yeah. that's what you're saying, you can't. I, I just have a hard time saying, hey, hey, Mike McDaniel, the head coach, this is on him. Like, yeah, it's not. They don't deal with the medical issues anyway. It feels like the protocol. It's like I can see that, and I think everybody had that universal reaction, and that's why people are so upset because everyone watched that play yeah. against the Bills and were like, oh, okay, he has a concussion. And then I think people were surprised that he one came back in and two was ruled a back in you know ankle injury like that. I think took everybody by surprise. But what are we talking about? Like, do we really think that the trainers and the medical people were like? Like, oh, yeah, you got a concussion, but we're just going to say you got a back and ankle injury so you can keep playing. When everybody saw you, everyone saw you stumbling on the field, too. So they also, in their brains, know if we do put this guy out there, we know there's going to be a lot of questions. So we have to be very, very confident in what we feel is right right here. And then on top of it, with everything that happened, you're starting to get the 
these guys should not be playing on Thursdays. Like it's bullshit. You know, they <laughs> right. play on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, like that that kind of is just getting compounded over the top. And it's like, well, Amazon just paid like fifty billion dollars to get these games. So guess what? They are going to play it's on players. Thursdays. You know, people love having football all days of the week. We know that much, but. Wow. Yeah, I guess it's like when any team loses. If you lose a football game, Pat and I joke, like then a coach says, yeah, he comes in there on Monday and all the little things add up. He's like, you know what? AJ, I saw you had you had tape on your, your shoes on Tuesday. You know we don't spat our shoes for practice. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then, Bill, I saw you were wearing green wrist tape instead of the white like we normally do. You think you showboat and you an individual here? Like that's all those little things seem to add up. And now – I guess if you have issues, then, of course, you say, what, they need a full six, seven days rest between games. We shouldn't be doing this. Turf, Supergrass, mm-hmm. what are we going to play on, wow. man? Now, is the surface being talked about at all? Yeah, well, Supergrass should be what priority number one is. Can you explain games. what it is? Yeah, it's kind of like a combination of the turf and grass that can still grow. Vaughn Miller explained it perfectly. I tell you what, Vaughn, if Vaughn can have somebody make a prototype for this Supergrass that you, you water it so it kind of reacts like grass. Still yes. grows. Yep. But you don't have to maintain it as much as grass, but it's healthy and feels like grass yeah. and reacts to your body I'm like grass. Money not, here. Yeah, not affected. <laughs> it's su- yeah. Basically, it's super grass. Yeah. Not affected by Vaughn, weather. I'm sure Vaughn is a very, very smart guy, an entrepreneur, businessman. He has all this. I'm sure he has people working behind the scenes, right? Yeah, yeah he should so. be the one that you know creates it, I hope, at least, because if someone else makes money off it's bullshit because it was Vaughn's idea in the first <laughs> place. But with the Tua thing, too, him playing quarterback, I mean, how many times do you think this has happened to linebackers and O-linemen and D-linemen mm-hmm. and even wide receivers where one week they Good get point. dinged up and then they come back and then you know they get dinged up again, but no one talks about it. Really see it? It's not out in the open exactly. like that. Yeah, it's like in the trenches and like yeah, yeah. It's just smaller. It, it, like the tool was obviously nationally te- televised game. A big story this week was him getting injured and yeah. him playing yesterday, and then obviously like seeing it and how bad it was right away. Like it's not as if he you know took a big shot and lied around and then stood up like he did against the Bills. Yeah. Like everyone knew immediately because of the hands and the how fingers, easy is like, to cheat bad. that test. I don't think it's very easy. There's a lot of them. There's all the, there's like standing balance mm-hmm. tests. There's memory, like recollection stuff that they compared to your baseline. You never you had the independent people, right? No, because I took the base. I took all the baseline testing, but I never had to. I, had, I was on General Bob's radio show this morning. And he asked me about that. I never got to the protocol to where I had to retake it and then compare with my baseline. So I don't gotcha. know. But you can't like if you're dinged up, you're dinged up. You're not yeah. going to score like you did before. But the only way you can try to cheat it is if you you fumble that first one and you try to put yourself in a concussed state in your baseline. And so when you're really concussed, you're like, oh, not that bad. Well, yeah. that's, Don't that, do that, by the way. What happened with him with his head hitting the turf like that, I feel like that very rarely happens to defensive guys. It mostly yeah. is quarterbacks, right? Because Back it's, of the head to the turf. It's the scariest one, too, because if anyone knows, if you've even, like, gently – donged your head off the grass if you're oh. playing capture the flag as a kid or any time like the back of your head hits the ground even if it's not hard it is a scary feeling man it doesn't yeah. feel good and also with like with the quarterback i feel like with how much shit you have to process and what's going on like mcdaniel or whoever let's say on sunday when they're playing the bills if he's relaying all this shit into him like Playing quarterback is very complex. It's a lot to remember, too, and to regurgitate in the moment and all this going on. You're right. His brain is still functioning at a very high level, whether concussed or not. And the coach would probably know very quickly, like, okay, something's wrong with this guy. Like, he can't even process what I'm telling him to. Or you you would know you're calling plays and and they're lined up differently. Like, they ended up winning the game. So, again, it's... It's tough and it's easy to do because the, the injury last night was so scary. But it really is. It's like... They deemed that he was okay to play, and you have to think that 
and maybe it's not the case, but I feel like a lot of these guys, especially when it comes to your brain and your neck and your back and stuff like that, if he was really uncomfortable and didn't feel good going into the week, you'd like to think that maybe he wouldn't say like, hey, I can't play, but he's just like, ah, I still... Like it, yeah. it, I don't they feel would 100%. absolutely they would absolutely keep him out too. They wouldn't push a guy in like no. that. So Tua obviously wanted to play, but yeah, if a guy had any kind of reservations, you would, there's no question you hold him out too. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are a Dolphins fan, like obviously the Tua thing was terrible, but it felt like when Teddy B came yeah. in, they were still like uh, good enough offense to make stuff happen. Like I know the Tua thing, you know, sucks, and I really don't want to talk about it for 18 hours no, like everybody you. else is. But it does seem like the Dolphins season isn't over. And like, who says Tua doesn't play in two weeks? Like, I, I, honestly, that's the, that's gonna be the next thing. Like, I, yeah. We sound like a broken record, I'm sure, if we continue to talk about this whole Tua situation that happened last night. I mean, really over the last seven to ten days. But then when he comes back, what's the yeah. talk going to be? And if he does come back this year, right now there's a lot of people, I'm sure, that are saying, "What are you talking? Well, there's no way he's coming back this season. And then I'm sure there's a lot of people saying, why not? Well, let's see what happens. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it was serious. It looked terrible. But also, like, if they if doctors were comfortable enough with letting him get on fly the plane home. That was a huge black. thing. I, th- I thought that was a huge step for – it's a great news for Tua and his family that he was able to fly home with the team because even if they have any kind of issues, they're like, hey, we're going to hold you back overnight just in case, make sure there's no issues, and then we'll get you back tomorrow or whenever. Right, so they have to be at least okay with, yep. uh, hey, you flying isn't like we're not going to – you're not going to land in Miami and we're not really going to have a serious problem. Yeah, you can yeah. at least get home, get to your house, get comfortable. And, so that's got to be a good sign. I think it was huge. Yeah, I think I heard what he flew back with a neck brace on. Yeah, yeah they said? Neck brace, just yeah. probably just in case. I know they strapped mm-hmm. him in when he was out. He was out there for a long time, man. Yeah, it was like 10 minutes or something. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, him flying back is massive. And if he does come back in two weeks, people are going to be pissed about it. But, yeah. like, what do you want him to do? If the doctors say he can play, is he just going to say no? Like it, yeah. That's why people being upset with the Dolphins or the league, and I get, like, the protocols maybe. You could call yeah. those into question. But, like, you can't be upset with Miami if someone else outside of their building says he's okay to play and then he plays. Yeah, they want, I guess they wanted – People wanted the Dolphins to be like, no, no, you're not right. We can't follow the protocols. He absolutely cannot play. I, has that happened? Maybe. I don't know. Do guys pull – do a team step in when doctors say he's good to go? I don't know if that's happened where a head coach or teams would step in and pull a guy out when doctors have cleared him. No way. I'm sure it ha- – maybe it has, but very, very few times. There's one example everyone loves to cite, and it's from Mike Tomlin and Ryan Clark. Uh, a couple years ago, Ryan Clark has sickle cell, and the altitude in Denver, I believe, affected yeah. him the first time he played mm-hmm. there. And then uh, the second time they traveled to go play there, uh, even though the doctors cleared him, Tomlin held him out. I remember that, yeah. A couple other guys, game. too. Same thing, right? Like, yeah, I do remember that now because how he reacted with Sickle Cell out there. But, yeah, I guess it's, that's somewhat in the same vein, but he's protecting his guy. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, this, this to a situation, just because of who it is, what how good they are. How good they are. Yeah. The new head coach, primetime Thursday game, like all of that stuff plays into it, I think, and that's why it's going to be talked about for a while now. Yeah, and even if they didn't – like say they didn't play yesterday and their game was Sunday or even if he sat out this week and then next weekend he played and got a concussion, it feels like no matter what, it, because he got another concussion it was that bad, people were going to say like, oh, yeah. he came back too soon. Right. Like Because obviously the shortness of the time does come into effect because it was a Thursday game, but I feel like he – even if it was this Sunday and it happened, people would say, like, oh, that was too soon. He clearly got concussed last week. Or even if it was next week. 
Yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll jump back into the Tua situation here in a little bit. I know Pat is going to come on in the 1 o'clock hour, but I wanted to jump to your squad, Con. Hell we were yeah. talking about this a little bit off air. So the New England Patriots, I am shocked to hear that Mac Jones seems to be a possibility to play in this game against the Packers on Sunday. Or are they just – is this gamesmanship where they're trying to keep the Packers' defense on their toes and say, we don't, you don't hear you're going to get Brian Hoyer or Mac Jones? Uh, Axel Hoyer, AJ. My bad, Axel. Thank you. Axel, Axel Hoyer. Axel Hoyer, which I believe me, Hoyer, Hoyer can slang it, man. He yeah, really he's, can. He's a dog. I mean, there's a couple games there where Hoyer looked to be the prince of okay. Cleveland. My, my only question, though, was UConn. So when I read this, they said, Mike Girardi said a text from a Patriots player. They love Mac. He's tough, tough, tough guy, but he's hurting pretty good. Hope everyone's smart about this. What does that even mean? Really? Well, three toughs. So I think we can assume because he said it three times, Mac Jones is an Iron Man. He's gritty. I mean, he does everything that the team wants, and he is just, you know, the backbone of the Patriots. But uh, it does seem like it's more so like the gamesmanship, like, oh, you don't know who's playing. Maybe Mac's going to play, maybe he's not. It's not like it's Michael Vick versus That's, Tom Brady. Like exactly. The, the different like, styles of quarterback play, though. No, not at all. And also it's Mac Okay. Jones. Mike Girardi, Mac Jones is here to start a Patriots practice. Twelve eighteen today. Okay. Wow. I'm, okay, so he's there. Yeah. Can I mean, he walk? Because all right, all I all I think of when I hear Mac Jones might play this Sunday is his face being carried down those steps yeah. to the locker room to the training room right here. How do you? So you're telling me that can happen? And six days later, you can go out there and stand on that foot and ankle and run and play when it's supposed to be what four to eight weeks? Well, if you're a tough, tough, tough guy like Mac Jones is, then there's a chance. That's what can. I'm saying. A tough, tough, tough guy. To have that kind of reaction has to be an absolute massive amount of pain. Well, he wasn't in pain there. What was really hurting him is the fact that he might not be able to play football next week. Uh, it was emotional pain. pain. It was emotional pain. I'm okay yeah. with that, Con. You know yeah. that. Emotional pain, I'm okay with letting it show. Yeah, in that moment, Mac knew, fuck, I can't practice Tuesday. This oh. is the worst thing of He's all like, time. He's like, but Wednesday, 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 I'm still questionable. I'll be worry. out there Wednesday, yeah, probably. I'm going to be walking Friday, around. guaranteed, Girardi. Guaranteed. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I will be there Friday. And <laughs> so, I assume he's going to fly with the team, too. Oh, yeah. And Axel Hoyle will be fine. But because he's so tough, 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 I think Mac might end up playing on Okay, Sunday. let's make your prediction, Ty. Do you think Mac plays on Sunday? No. Me either. No, what? I say no for me. He's a tough, tough, tough guy. He's a tough, 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 tough guy. Whoa. And that's why he's having a hard time playing, because he's in massive pain. Yeah, I know. But if he wants to be out there, he's going to be out there. And I don't know how the tour at all situation works in New England, but I also don't know if it matters, because he's a tough, tough, tough guy. Also, if he can't move, <laughs> is there really even much of a difference between nope. him and Hoyer? So that's it's why like he could he, play, I guess. He's yeah. going to be so fucked up with his ankle. I mean, I guess, yeah, they, they shoot him full of Toradol and he doesn't feel it. But, you know, what if first possession of the game, Rashawn Gary comes off the edge and boom, puts his helmet yeah. right into his ankle. Then, yeah. you know. Or just makes a move like, hey, let's just move. We don't even have to get to him. Let's make sure. Let's make him uncomfortable. Try to get some pressure up the middle. Make him just move around the pocket, especially early, because we know he's going to be basically one-legged, it feels like. Well, and I assume that's what LaFleur would be like, hey, we know this guy's tough, 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 but I want to see if he's tough, 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 tough. So let's make him move. Five. All eyes will be that on that first quarter of Green Bay versus New England because we will see if Mac is tough, 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 right? Well, no. We know that Mac oh. is tough, tough, tough. We need to find out if he's tough, 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 tough. Here we go. We got some, we got some footage here. What is this? That's Mac standing behind there, two believe, feet. Yeah. <laughs> he's got two feet planted square. I mean, let's he can't move. Is what he even catching them? They're di- I mean, they're messing. He's just dicking with us. Obviously, Belichick and the whole squad. I get it. This is great move, I don't man. Know. He's Gosh, still let's see. putting some zip on Is this the ball. a live feed we have here or what? Oh, yeah. 
the spy game. Let's see if he turns side. Like, if he, do you think he's going to turn and point that shoulder at his target, or is no. he just going to? Well, there you good. I believe this is the whole clip. He's there's got good mechanics. There's just, a zero percent chance he plays on Sunday. He looks like he has some nice high tops on. He, yeah, no bulls. But I mean, he is. Look at him without fake, without moving his feet. He definitely. You think they cut a cast off of his leg just to put him out of practice? Maybe. Could I mean, be a fake leg. It could be a fake leg. This is just that's a real possibility, show. Nick. This is what it is. Packers have to game plan for Mac Jones. And is, is, wait, is he like uh, questionable on the on the injury report? Yeah, what is he's he? questionable with an ankle. Not even doubtful. He just no. questionable. Like yeah. questionable. Okay, all right. Well, he's standing behind the throwing net with two feet planted <laughs> in the ground. This is, I love that the Patriots do this. I like, can't hey, just Mac. You're going to be out there. You got to put him on out there. Like, yeah, don't care. Uh, but it's kind. It's not the same thing. But when, with the situation too, it's like it, it's week four. Like, what the fuck are we doing? If he does go out there and Rashawn Gary or anybody on the Packers D-line, Preston Smith, like, gets a piece of him and then he maybe breaks it or it just gets worse and he's out 10 weeks, then our season's over. And honestly, it already feels like it is. But (laughs) why wouldn't you just wait? Especially because it is the Packers. What are they? Are they one and two? Yeah, one and two. Okay, but also another reason on the flip side of why you would want Mac in there and try not to wait, like, this could be like a season-defining win if the if the Patriots can find a way to go to Lambeau, beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in that great defense, yeah. and go to two and two instead of one and three. Not only does it boost up the confidence, and everyone looks at the the organization in a much positive, like more positive light on the outside, which Bill doesn't care about, but still they feel it. Like I can see him knowing, like, hey, this is a big one for us. Yeah, definitely. I think people up there are already sick of Bill. Honestly, this really? season, yeah, it's, it's they just want to move on. Hey, all right, let's see what Bill has for us next year. Are well, they already onto that? No, they they want they want to be done with Bill. Like they see what's going on. Like kick him out of town. Yeah, like they really? see what's going on with McDaniel. We want a cool young hip head coach. They fucking stink up there. Okay? Is that really happening? I swear to God, Jeez. yeah, it is yeah. actually happening. Like, it's despicable. I, I can't even speak on it. My blood will get boiling. But I, I mean, I they, genuinely they really turn that fast. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you love and respect about Boston fans as well, though. Like, hey, if they're with mm. you, they're with you. But they feel like I feel like they may have jumped off the bandwagon a, a bit too soon here if they're off the Belichick uh, wagon. Well, especially because last year, like, we started two and four, and we still ended yeah. up going to the playoffs. But I think it's more so with the whole Patricia and Joe Judge thing in <laughs> right. the offense that didn't help at all. And now with Mac Jones hurt, it does seem as though the window is closing on people trusting Bill. I'll follow him to the ends of the earth. Me I don't too. care if we go zero and seventeen. I want him to be the head coach, no matter what. But it does feel like even with the Packers and, like, season-defining win, sure. But, like, one and three, and then we rattle off, like, <laughs> Detroit, Chicago, the Jets once, the Colts. Like, we can Dang. be one and three. And can, they, they can make a run. And yeah. then they can go on a run. And then it's, I think, by week, week nine, and then the Jets. So, like, you could wow. go right. uh, six and three or five and three and then go into the bye week and then come back with the Jets and still have a massive chance at going to the playoffs. And then it's basically just primetime games for a month straight from Thanksgiving on. So there's, you're saying you still have hope? Oh, I have Patriots. plenty of hope, yeah. Because I mean, strictly because of last year. We yeah. started 2-4. and four. Like I think the Colts did, too. The Niners started really bad, and they lost the Colts when it was raining out. And they're like 1-5, and five, and they still end up in the NFC Championship. Like I don't think the season's over until you get like eight losses, especially yeah. in the AFC, just because of how good it is from 1-7. to seven. Every single team is so good. But a, a lot needs to happen, and I don't know if it starts on Sunday with Mac. Jones playing with a busted ankle. Ty, what do you? What about the other side though? What do you think of the Packers? You think they're all cylinders go? They're, they feel good to go, and their offense is gonna. I mean, they started out hot last week and then kind of yeah. fizzled as the game went. And they find a way to beat Tampa Bay Bucks, which is a great team, great defense they have. But 
I think the Packers defense is starting to step up and play like we thought they would, and I think Aaron's kind of getting in a rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if Jair Alexander plays this week. I think he What's should. What's he dealing with? Groin. groin. Okay. And he got hurt, he got hurt very early in the Bucks game, but the Bucks game was also kind of weird because yeah, they they went right down the field on the first two drives, scored touchdowns, and then I think if they if Aaron Jones doesn't fumble on the goal line there and they score and go up what it would have been twenty one three, I think there's a chance they roll them. They get the yeah. ball coming into the uh, in the second half, like that that changed the momentum of the game big time. I don't know if I if I if I'd bet on them to be. I mean, I think they're ten and a half point favorites. It might be get to be down to ten and, nine and a half points in the I NFL. Just, and that's just I just Belichick is so wow. good. Like you, you'd have to imagine that they're going to be pretty tough, and you know, with their run defense and everything. And and the Packers' offense is still kind of figuring everything out. But the the Pats' offense, like I just don't know if they, especially if Hoyer plays, yeah. And with how good the Packers' defense has been has looked the last two weeks, I just don't know if they have enough firepower to win. So I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a blowout. I think it'll be much closer than people think, just because that's not really Belichick's mo. He's not really getting fucking blown out by anyone. But no, I to say that I'm not supremely confident, like. I am. I, I, I'd be very shocked if the Packers don't win on Sunday. Yeah, I think if Mac Jones makes the trip with the team, put him up in a box or something. Don't make him stand on that damn ankle yeah. and have it even more swollen by the time the game's over. Do some, Put a headset on him. Let him call the plays. Exactly. Or right? just let him sit on the bench. Yeah, call the plays. Look at the Jumbotron. I mean, the only hope for New England is that they do have a good defense and they yeah. do have a good run defense. And we have proven that if – you know, circumstances call for it. The Patriots will run the ball 65 times in yeah. a game and not throw the ball. So I feel like there there is that sliver of hope. But you can't think as, you know, any fan really with a backup QB going into Lambeau and Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, there's a really good chance that we're going to win today. Like, I, I don't think that is the case at all. I feel pretty comfortable if I was a Packers fan to go, you know, alternate spread on FanDuel Sportsbook, like two and a half. Okay. Know, just because a field goal game and because of how good the Packers offense look. But the New England defense is like 11th in total yards and they're top 10, I think, as a pass and run defense. And so they do have, you know, upside on the defense, but their points, I think they're like 28th in points allowed because of the turnovers and because of how good the Packers defense is, whether it's Hoyer or Mac Jones, you assume, you know, they might jump on a couple and the O-line isn't the strength of the team per se. And the Packers D-line's been playing unbelievable. So there's not much hope. There really is. kickoff? It's 425. Uh, 425. Oh, yeah. man, Ty, you know, like Lambeau, it's going to be what, October 2nd, yeah. 3rd? It's for, right. We just. Romo and Nance on the call. Oh, uh, we just Ooh. crept into October. The weather's perfect. It's like trick or treat weather. That's what yeah, I like to is. call it. That's what it feels like lately. We walk outside at 730. It's windy. It's a little cloudy. Yeah. And it's like 58 degrees. Like, whew, here we go. Let's keep, this is football weather. This is trick or treat weather. That's what you're going to get at Lambeau on Sunday. That'll be a, if you're there in person, that's going to be a fun one for sure. If yeah. you're playing in it, those guys will love it. <laughs> Throw it down somewhere in a suite somewhere in Clemson Stadium, I guess, right now. Ooh. Let's throw it down there to Mr. Pat McAfee. Pat, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Yeah! Wow, that's Damn. real? That's a real background? It looks like green screen. Listen, it might look like a green screen. It might look like I just got dropped in here because of how high quality this is. You should have seen the dudes putting this together, okay? There's a man with a mustache that's all, like... Primed all the way, yeah. curled like this. You know Probably what I mean? Fingers. There's, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Shad Khan or whatever. Nice. I mean, he's got that. It's going to end a full beard on top of it. He was in charge of the lighting. He said he was going to make my teeth whiter and my skin tanner. How'd he do? I think good, Pretty right? Pretty good. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah, you look great. Oh, yeah. Great, That's man. what I'm talking about. Thank you, cuz. And then there's this other man with this incredibly shaped up beard. Okay, long beard. Guy did it himself. All right. He, said, he told me wow. he did it with the Clippers earlier today. He looks fantastic. He's running the uh, camera and the audio. I'm lucky to be here. This is that hill. I don't know if you can see it it's oh right yeah. Here, yeah here to my left this is the one that dabbo the 50 year old was fucking sprinting down just a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when we saw him in those khakis it's much steeper in person than you could imagine and it's got a little bunny hop in yep. the middle of that Uh-oh. thing i don't know how more guys don't blow it, knees or acls or hammies coming down but it is electrifying to touch the rock that is right behind can't see it yeah, there's a there's a fucking wall here. There's a ro- the rock at the top of the hill is right there, though. It's great to be here. 86,000 people will be in this place, I guess, tomorrow to watch NC State Damn. play in their first top 10 versus top 10 matchup in their program's history. And then you got Clemson, obviously, the powerhouse, and DJ Uyunglele, uh having a having a weekend last weekend against Wake. How will we do this week? We shall see. That's kind of the tale of the tape. How about your super boost not hitting, AJ? Listen, mm. normally yep. I have to sit on the receiving end of this. Yours didn't hit last night. I think Tyreek got very close. Joey Burrow threw for over 200. The Bengals covered, but Chase was not even an option. It felt like at numerous points of that game. What happened, AJ? I thought we were winning all of they're our money. They're taking him back. away, man. I feel like they were doing whatever they could to take Jamar Chase away. Bullshit. He still caught some balls, but yeah, it never really, I don't know, threatened to score too much. Yeah, I, I, I texted you. I was holding out hope for the parlay, but man, it didn't feel good from the jump. I was like, yeah, of course Joey B is going to get 200 yards, and I thought they're going to win by more than three and a half. But then the other two, I'm like, all right, man, these guys aren't going to score. This game is oh. crazy. And then ever ever since Tua goes out at the end of the second quarter, like that's all I remember, really. It's hard to remember even what happened to the rest of the game. I don't know. Yeah, I think the Tua story is obviously one that we'll have to dive into here. And there's a lot of neurologists on the uh, on the Internet and yep. on TV this morning. A lot of them. And I have a lot of respect for all of them that read however many books you have to read to become experts of the brain <laughs> on Twitter and on TV yesterday. And obviously, we all have the same hopes, which is for Tua to be okay. So we'll have to dive into that as it goes. The game, I, I don't know. It's interesting because the narrative now, I think, in my eyes, is like, all right, Bengals are back. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. feels like the Bengals are back. That's like it was a narrative changing game last night, I think, for both teams. The Dolphins continue their undefeated streak in Cincinnati. Going to be difficult whenever you lose your main guy to a very scary situation. And also, I think Tyreek Hill even said during a lot of the second half, they're all wondering how the fuck their guy was doing. You know, yeah. that's a tough yep. thing to play through. You know, sometimes. People automatically assume if there's any type of adversity that the team is going to thrive, you know, because we've seen guys who have lost family members played very soon afterwards. And somehow it's like their sanctuary. They're able to block out all the negative that's happening in their life and kind of put everything into the sport that they've probably done with the person that passed away. And they have these massive moments. We've seen it throughout history of sport. Whenever you see a teammate go down like that, and then he's such a pivotal player with everything else going on from last Sunday's game that had to be difficult to manage emotionally honestly aj did you think about that i thought about that a lot like man this is going to be a tough thing to manage for mcdaniel who seemed to be broken up about it as well and how could he not be he's a fucking human it seems like yeah they all do like it was it was all of it and i'm sure it hit the players too as it happened and the fingers thing when they showed how his fingers were all that's what i think everyone remembers and will always remember from that whole situation but 
I think the players sitting there, they, they knew, like, okay, it's probably not his neck. You know, normally when that happens and it's hard to come back is if yeah. you think a guy might be paralyzed. That's when it's like, hey, man, how are we supposed to go run our skulls into each other three seconds after you cart this guy off of here? I think. Hey, AJ, it's, it's because it's like an immediate reminder of what can happen in a football game, right? Yeah. For you guys, not for <laughs> me, but it's like an immediate reminder, like, oh, that can happen in a football game. And it's hard to just mental hurdle that, I think, for some people. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, next play, they may be running lead right at you. And that fullback is 260 pounds coming downhill. And I'm like, geez. All right. Yeah. So you're right. I, I said before, like, it, it, short memory, I guess. But with that one, I guess with two of them, probably was even scarier because they probably knew, like, yeah, his neck, his neck is probably okay. We're not worried too much about him being paralyzed, even though they strapped him down. But they were probably like, man, what was that? Like, I haven't seen it. He was down for so long. Obviously, yeah. what happened four or five days before that in the other game, I'm sure that crept into their brains as well. And it's just like a lasting thing. I don't know. Let's see whenever Tua comes out and speaks to the public what he's going to say. I don't know. He's going to have to clear up a lot of things, I think. And it's, it's a shame that Tua, who won through that, is going to be asked about everything. But he's a pretty pivotal part in this entire – and let's yeah. dive into it yep. – this entire conversation that has taken place immediately upon seeing that very <laughs> scary injury for Tua. I mean, I was – I got like almost sick. Yeah, I don't know Tua at all, yeah. but it's like you see that happen to an up-and-coming star in the NFL, a man who's finally getting a real opportunity with a coach that is empowering him, a team that seems to be loaded, a system he understands and making his life better, and now he's a guy for an undefeated team. It's just like all those things get added into it, compounded into it, where it's like, man, we are all bummed for Tua. Okay, We're all scared for Tua. I just think like the immediate reaction of people – to say that the NFL forced him to play or yeah. there was some sort of malpractice from the independent doctor and from the Miami Dolphins doctors and medical staff and McDaniel. I understand where they're coming from. Okay. I completely understand. Cause I saw the same thing you saw whenever we were at the Colts game watching and I was shown the clip of what happened to Tua literally same reaction that we have for anybody that gets knocked. It's like, Oh fuck. Like hope he's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and then we hear he comes back in. We are all alarmed. I think the entire world was very alarmed, but I think what we've been talking about all week about that particular situation. And then last night happens and it spotlights it yet again, the amount with the Miami dolphins being investigated right now, right. For what happened with the Tom Brady shit and, whether or not they were paying the coach or trying to pay the coach $100,000 to lose with everything they got going on. If they actually somehow manipulated the independent neurologist to say that Tua didn't have a concussion on Sunday and uh, got him back in that game so he could play football again in week three of the NFL season, if they did that, like that is one of the most – asshole moves in the history of any business ever just in the face of the nfl with their tampering charge they just had with the trying to lose scandal they just had with everything that's gone on with the miami dolphins okay and the ownership if they did that it'd be like that is a move that i didn't know a human could pull off yep. and i didn't know mcdaniel would be a human that would be a part of that because it sounds like everything that we've gotten to meet with McDaniel live in our studio and from what we've heard, it's like everybody loves this guy. You know why? Because he cares. Like yeah. He seems to genuinely care about his players. How do you make it? So I understand how everybody and why everybody's reacting the way they are, but I think the process for that to actually happen, which is what we were chatting about all week, is like a pretty big yeah, like egregious Huge. thing that would have to happen in a very quick amount of time. And the NFL knows and Miami Dolphins know that the investigation would lead and find that to be the case. So yes. I just didn't want I, like I think you're saying some really terrible things about people like McDaniel, 
the Miami Dolphins medical staff. And it might all be very true. It might all be very, very true. But I just think immediately assuming that that's what they did because of how scary last night was, which is not great at all, I think is a dangerous thing. I think it's a very serious allegation that people are saying. I think it's much more serious than people even imagine because of how much, you know, concussions have become full conversation in the NFL with the fines and the lobbies and suspensions and careers that could be altered from that type of thing. Like it is, I understand why I'm just thinking it's, it's a very aggressive thing to automatically assume that that has happened. And I, I know fans who care about Tua have that reaction. I respect the fans. But, like, the people that are in the NFL, and I, I guess they might think that Tua is getting forced to play more from their experience or whatever. But I just think a lot of people have immediately just said, oh, they fucked them over. They did this. It's like, that's a very serious allegation, I yeah. think. You know? And who knows? I guess we'll find out if that happened or not. But that's a serious allegation that I think should be chatted about. Well, that's the fact that you said, yeah, that very – this that could be true. They could have tried to manipulate the, the independent person, all that. But we definitely don't know that for sure right now. We definitely can't <laughs> say that's the case. We can't say it was criminal when with the Dolphins. And also, I, I mentioned to Ty earlier, Pat, like McDaniel. I don't think any head coach in the NFL would have the power to override an independent doctor if they said the doctor said, "Hey, this guy's out. He's down. He's out. Can't play today. Failed protocol. Didn't even pass the first step of the protocol." Yeah, Doc, appreciate your time, but you're, you're, it's just an opinion you give me. He's playing in the game. Like, that doesn't happen. I don't think a head coach can override any, any – even the team doctor, uh, the, the head coach would have a hard time overriding, I feel like. Yeah, and obviously the coach is a part of the decision, and maybe the coach – and this is what I think is a valid argument. Like, with what happened to his back just four days ago – where his body locked up, maybe you say Thursday too quick. You should not be playing, let alone even if you don't know if it's a concussion, like maybe McDaniel looks out for Tua, you know? And I think that is a valid argument where you're like, if it was his back, there's a good chance he's going to take another hit to his back Mm -hmm. in this particular game against the Bengals, especially with Hendrickson having the stats in a year that he's having, let's assume at some point. So I think that's a very valid argument, honestly. Like McDaniel may be saying it's a Thursday, you got hurt pretty severely on a Sunday. Let's rest you for a week and then play to the next week. I think that's the case. But the immediate assumption that like numerous levels of people, including independent doctors that have been hired by the NFL and the NFLPA in each city, just immediately said, hey, <laughs> how many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers? Two? Yep, right. Okay, good. Get back in there. Like, I think we're in a different time. I hope we're in a different time. And we might just be too naive, AJ, which is what a lot of people were telling me last night as we had this conversation. Hey, I was thinking that this morning driving here. I was like, maybe I am just naive to all of it to where I'm not yeah. thinking like these – people but i Terrible. guess i just uh, yeah maybe i am naive i just don't think at that level i don't think you can get multiple people to to sign off on something like this that would affect somebody that much and be such a public thing too like it's like conspiracies a lot of conspiracies people want to think they think like 200 people are in on something and none of them telling 200 you. yeah well okay how many you th- nah. i'm saying that's a low number is what i'm saying i've heard some conspiracies from some people where it would have to involve Tens of thousands yep. of people not saying anything at least. And I'm like, are these humans? You can't get five. Like, well, that's a whole. You can't get five people to shut up. Well, that's a whole nother conversation if it's humans or not. It's like, okay, well, how many people know that? And they're like thousands. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So you're telling me that thousands of people can keep their mouth shuts, not tell anybody? And you're like, well, if they open their mouth, they're dead. It's like, okay, tens of thousands of people just take something. And I don't. You're right though. I just think we might be too naive, and we apologize for that. 
We apologize. Yeah, up. Well, there's circles within circles. We all know that. It's hard oh, okay. to you know, nah, get to the Here we go. But <laughs> also, Pat, you mentioned how it's so early in the season, and it's also like early into his career. Like it's his <laughs> third year in the league. He's already kind of, I feel like, at least proven in the, in those three weeks, like, yeah, he can be our guy. He's led the league in passing. He came back against the Ravens and won. So if it was a back injury, if it was a head injury, like Miami themselves wouldn't want to risk the long-term health of Tua just for but a that might be you game. being naive hey, sure. that might be you yeah. being naive like us i guess which is what everybody said hey it's a cold world out there it's like i get it's a cold yeah. world okay and it has been for tua with the way they treated him in miami i get that yeah but when you're talking about medical malpractice yeah people losing start, yeah. yeah yeah like that is a you know what i mean yeah hey, there's, how you guys doing, there's no way it's it's naive like being naive though because like you mentioned like 15 million people watched that game last night. Like, you would not be able to get away with it. Like, everyone knows how big of a business the NFL is. So to just assume, like, hey, there's there's no way. Like, th- these people are definitely wrong. He was concussed. He shouldn't have been playing Thursday. There's no way in this day and age you could get away with that. You just couldn't. What happened, Pat? Did we lose him? No, he was following the ball. Oh, I was falling a ball. Holy shit. There's a bunch of kids, I think, that are fans of our show probably that are out here right now outside the stadium gates. Outside the gates? Go Tigers. Hell yeah. Hey, have you been? Pat, have you been? Oh, can you point the mic in their direction? Oh, yeah. I don't think this mic will work. Get the beard guy to move the camera. I'm working. I'm working. I want you guys to. Are they college kids? I believe they're all dressed up in uh, Clemson jerseys and shit. Oh, Hell yeah. Maybe it's the current boosters. Team. Is it the team? There's some boosters running by. It's not the current team. Um, DJ? I do believe I'm going to meet a couple members of yeah. the current team, though. I think Let's there's go. a couple guys. Uh, BT Potter. I think I'm going to meet him. Ooh, okay. Potter's a dog. Yeah. He's going to be in the NFL. That yeah. guy's going to be in the NFL. He's got yeah. massive legs, been around a long time. Excited to meet him and chat with him. Uh, Dwayne Allen is here, former teammate of mine. Oh. He's going into, I think, Clemson's Hall of Fame tomorrow. Sweet. Wow. Let's go. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's – I got old friends running around everywhere. It seems like I got a bunch of drunk ones down there. Hey, boys, how you guys doing? <laughs> I, I believe they're all men. That's a little sexist to me, but let's assume that's the only people that listen to this fucking show. Sure. Hey, that's you safe. need to ask – if you run into Dabo or anybody else, you need to get some real answers. Like, how many players have torn their ACL running down that hill? Because I know guys, I know guys who have torn their ACL running out of the oh. tunnel when it's flat, when you're not running down a super steep <laughs> incline with your head coach running a 4-2 out front. I'm no botanist or whatever. Yep. Well, sure. Uh, okay. I don't know if a botanist would be the one that would do this, but <laughs> like plants, probably. Oh, uh, listen. I mean, I know guys who drive John Deers for a living. What? Okay. Hell yeah. Carson Look at a Wentz. couple of my friends. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. actually not John Deere. Yeah. yeah. So opposite. That's that was a pretty big red flag immediately upon hearing it. Yep. Maybe he was just doing business, but I think he actually enjoys it more than in John Deere. But we like the way Carson plays football. We just wish he wouldn't yes. give it away all the time. Yes. Anyways, Matt Ryan, you too. call a couple of my friends. All right. You call a couple of my friends that ride around on John Deere's for a living. They could flatten this fucking hill out pretty quick. I mean, that little bunny hop in the middle of it, I think that is easily fixable. Well, the, yeah, bu- the bunny hop you should fix out. You sh- the, no, you don't want to. You don't want to flatten the whole hill, but the bunny hop does worry me. Look at Dabo, man. Yeah, that's no, the thing. When I say flatten the hill, I mean like make yeah. it a smooth it out a steady, like a steady. Dude, he is striding, bro. Knee drive, arm swing. Knee drive, arm swing. Right there. <laughs> yeah, isn't he? Does he make the team wait? Hey, wait till I get all the way to the fifty. <laughs> I think so. Four or five forty. I don't know. I think he says, "Hey, boys, race to the fifty. Don't blow your ACL on the middle of the hill." 
<laughs> and then hey, he but, says, I'll meet you there. Yeah, but let me win. Okay, don't forget. Coach, you Coach can't Sweeney has to win. No, we're not letting anyone remember? win. Look at him run. Hey, Reese asked him about this on last game day. I think it was last last week. He said, uh, are you running out of the thing? You're not able to run out there at Wake Forest. And he goes, I've been doing this for 12 years or whatever. It's like, Dabo, you haven't been fucking running away. You ran in that video every single time. No. If he had yeah. been, if he had been striding out like that in every video, I think we would have talked about it probably much more often. The fact that this dude's 50 years old running a, what, 5, 6, 40 mm -hmm. once he hits flat land. I mean, that is something that we all need to be impressed by. And khakis and collared shirts and yeah. new balance sneakers, nonetheless. He's not even wearing cleats. Well, he, he better have Nikes on him. He's coaching at Clemson. Hey, AJ, I want to let you know. Yeah. Your Zen necklace looks amazing. Thank you. Um, that was blessed by the gods. Hell yeah. And when, as soon as I saw you hit the talk back button, I stopped talking because people have done this to me a couple of times in that new studio. I'll be like in the middle of talk back. And then I'm, I think somebody else is going to talk for like 15, 20 seconds. And then they just wrap it up real quick. And it's, uh, you're a hundred percent right. You're a hundred percent right. Uh, I don't let's know what you're trying to set up. Yeah. Let's go to phones. Oh no, we, we got a, we have uh, some, some news, uh, Pelicero tweet that Zeke popped in my ear about that uh, to us. So here we go. Speaking with Judy Batista on NFL network, NFL chief, chief friend of the program. Yeah. Chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, a great friend of our program, right? right? Yep. Oh yeah. He, he says, says mouth guards. He says Tua was checked for concussion symptoms every day since Sunday points out independent neuro expert had to clear him. Once review is done, a full results will be released publicly. Okay. Do we learn much from that? Or what does that mean? Public. No, so think, he's, he's think, saying, though, they, yeah. they did the right thing leading up to this game, basically, right? Dr. Alan Sills is going to have to do a lot of covering the tracks of yeah. how we got to this point. His name is going to get called into question a lot. Remember, he's the first hmm. chief medical officer in the history of the NFL. Mm -hmm. He came on our show and said when he was hired, there's like no blueprint. I'm basically the first guy to ever have this job. And it was in the middle of the entire concussion CTE world. And he was tasked with kind of cleaning that, that up and then other things in the game. So I think he understands that there's going to have to be a transparent review of this entire thing with the backlash from Tua's injury last night. I think what he was saying is, Hey, we, he told us on Sunday, independent doctor told us on Sunday it wasn't a concussion. We didn't believe him either, said Dr. Alan Sills. <laughs> Monday, we fucking ran a test. Tuesday, we ran a test. Wednesday, we ran a test. What? I think that's what the NFL is going to have to get ahead of. And yeah. they, it sounds like this is the right move by them to give this statement through the arrow. The obviously, uh, the, uh, the through, hey, Pelicero, we need to get, it came straight you know, from, straight from headquarters. Bim, 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 Pelicero, we need to get a memo out through your mouth. Uh, hailing from the NFL by way of Pelicero's mouth. Like, I think that is mm -hmm. something that they were like, we have to get ahead of. And yeah. it's the right play because a lot of people are going to ask about this. I mean, I was watching TV this morning. I was in Big Bird today. Good internet. Mm, hell hey, yeah. There you go. Lined into a hurricane. I sent in a request for a little bit bigger bird. And boy, I got one. <laughs> Had a fucking flight attendant on it. Oh, love that. Ooh. Ah, I don't, I didn't bring enough money to tip flight attendant as well. I didn't oh, have shit. that. I didn't have that. At, you know, I had the pilots, had a couple people on the ground, have a couple other people on the ground, didn't have the flight attendant, you know, in, and it was interesting. She was a uh, older lady. She, she, that, that's what I was about to say. Doesn't have it. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, never heard of it. What are you, what are you even talking about? I was like, okay, very nice. She was a nice lady. Very nice lady. She, she put ice in my gay ray zero. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Above and beyond. That's outside the box. Yeah. Superstar. I was I was drinking out of I think silver or whatever the hell it is. Oh no way. Like a, oh she yeah, poured chalice. She poured your Gatorade Zero into your own chalice. Yeah. That's sweet. sweet. I'll tell you what. It you, was a cool moment. You have <laughs> arrived. You have officially arrived. 
Yeah, this is a normal. This is just because, once again, we are flying into a hurricane, you know, and I'm not a good flyer. So I wanted a big bird. I wanted to be able to, you know, survive and not puke. I will say coming in, it was not comfortable. It was like 30 mile an hour winds. It was coming in, but we landed. We're on the ground. Pilots did a great job. Hey, pilots, great work. We go, pilots. We land that bird. Good work, pilots. Gave a full pat on the back. High five. Way to get us here. You know, let's fucking get out of here tomorrow, too, so we can do the mega cast tomorrow night, like that whole motivational speech. But I was watching some clips, and it does feel like everybody is just under the assumption that the NFL and the medical is just complete malpractice. It feels like a lot of people. They do, right? What is it? Like, is that, would we feel the same way if it was another sport that we weren't in? We didn't get to see like the actual humans involved. Like, would we be doing the same thing? I don't know. And then I'm also like starting to think, are we just too new to the game? Like, I feel like if I was to allege what is being alleged. Yeah. Like, I would feel like, oh, I don't know if I should do that on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I should do that with a lot of people watching it because these are big allegations. This is like when somebody gets on TV and like, this guy needs to be fired. It's yeah. like, that's yes. pretty fucked up just to like wish for a family to have to move and be fired. Now, you can paint a picture on why person should be fired, but like outright calling for people who aren't despicable human beings. I'm just talking about from their performance to be fired. I think like there's a little bit of a... um you know, expectation whenever you're speaking into a mic. So all these allegations that are taking place are very serious. Yeah, very I'm, serious. So I'm, I'm happy that Alan Sills is saying something, you know? Like a lot of people would be on the hook for this. Like you guys mentioned yeah. it. Not only yeah. like McDaniels Too and many. the Dolphins staff, the independence person, the NFL protocols, NFL. like even Dr. Alan Sills now. Like wouldn't he I mean, guys he would, would lose be on the, the hook? They, would, they wouldn't be able to practice anymore, would they? If you cleared, if you legit pushed Tua through the protocol, there's no way that you would be able to continue to practice as a doctor. Listen, they, if we're pulling, listen, if they did though, we're on your side. Yes. Yes, if, absolutely. If all, if, if all that, ha- I would just like that to be stated because there's going to be people that hear what we say and go, oh, this is these guys being a mouthpiece for the NFL. It's like, excuse me, that's not the case. We bury a lot of shit around the NFL. Oh, and you yeah. can thank us for why the refs are better. Actually. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of that type of stuff. But this particular thing, if what everybody is alleging happened, we are disgusted. Like, we are absolutely disgusted. That's not good. That's terrible. The NFL needs to make a lot of changes if that's happening because the brain is supposed to be the most important part. Dr. Will Smith, with total truth, obviously, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he changed the entire game. So it's just for every player's purpose, and we're a big-time pro player's show. I think we're maybe the most pro player show in the history of shows. It's just like it's hard for me to believe that somebody just blatantly – And it's not – it's not a se- it wouldn't be a secret deal where they could do it behind the scenes like, oh, this happened in practice and nobody knows about it. No, this was on, on the national stage for everybody to see. If we throw this guy back out there, we have to understand the consequences if we're wrong here. And they did, I, I would imagine. AJ? Yeah? Hindsight? McDaniel should have started Teddy Bridgewater. Four days? Probably. Not enough time after that scary of a back injury. Mm-hmm. I guess, but is that yeah, a like coach? Back when have we ever seen a coach do anything like that? Let alone a coach going into his third NFL game as a head coach or fourth game. I think it happened with luck. You're going to have to ask Chuck. Yeah. I think it happened with luck. I, I think there was a game or two where it was 
we didn't all know the severity. And I think Andrew was trying to play through. I think okay. you're going to have to ask Chuck about that next week, but I think it has taken place, especially like week three, week four, you know, so that's early. very early. Yeah. It's I very early. You're right season, with hindsight. Man. You're right with hindsight. Of course, it's easy to sit there. If you're the head coach. Yeah. I should have stepped in maybe and done this because of what happened. If Tua goes through that game and that never happens though, and we don't have any of this conversation. Are people still up in arms that he was playing? Well, that also right. go, goes back go to ahead, your Todd. point, Pat, like, it, it'd be one thing if there was a conversation around it, like, eh, he probably shouldn't have played. You know, I, I don't know if they, they kind of pushed him to get back out there, but that wasn't the sentiment this morning. Everyone was just, hey, this is done deal, set in stone. There was an issue. He was concussed, and they put him out there and had him play. Like, there was no conversation about yeah. whether or not maybe he shouldn't have been out there. It was just, he shouldn't have been out there. The NFL's on the line. The Dolphins are on the line. McDaniel's on the yeah, line. Man. And that's what the issue is. Yeah, that's hey, that's the NFL, though. Biggest show in town. You get 17.1 million average viewers. Yep. Everything you do is going to be talked about. And we hope the investigation will actually be transparent, just like they probably should have been on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday when a lot of people were asking questions. They could have got ahead of this, you know? Yes. They could have maybe got ahead of this whole thing. Uh, but nobody could have expected what sad, sad situation that happened last night to do, uh, uh, took place. AJ, let's talk about week four of the NFL okay. season. I'd love to. Let's talk about some massive matchups. Hey, Huge. there's some big ones. Sunday Night Football is a massive game. Yeah. I mean, that is a fucking massive game. Yeah. You got Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady battling week four Sunday Night Football. Are you kidding me? Let's go. One point spread right now. I just seen the Chiefs last week. They're not going to be exactly thrilled with how they performed against the Indianapolis Colts. Who beat the Chiefs? Okay. Nobody so everybody. Do. Hell yeah. Yeah, Chiefs, Everybody needs to relax. Chiefs plus one, that's a toss-up, right? Like That's all I mean. It's nothing. Mike Evans back, too, after oh, suspension. Man. I don't know if Godwin's playing. But, yeah, both teams kind of juiced up for this one after coming off a loss. This football season has been fantastic. Now, it's going too fast already. Night, it's going fast. Dude, right? We only have – hey. It's October. We only have 15 more NFL Sundays. Shit. Mm. Oh. Well, and super wild card weekend, too, which kind of counts as well. <laughs> How close are they to you? They can see you through the glass? Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? They're going to run up there? The fence. Are they going to run up there and pummel you? I thought they were playing flip cup. To be honest, they're playing some sort of game that is a relay-style game. Ooh. I don't know what it is. Are Gauntlet? They, are they running? Are they shooting pong balls, too? Whoa. Are people, that's a oh, trick. dude, they just ran the – oh, that's hilarious. These kids are awesome. Okay, so these kids, <laughs> they just ran the fake punt against the Patriots. The whole formation. Nice. Oh. Really? <laughs> ah, hold on. Let me get a photo These of this kids thing. are creative. Yeah, that's good. That's a long play, too. What the hell are they going to do tomorrow when a game day is actually live on the air? They're going to have all kind of stuff set up for you. Yeah, maybe they'll recreate the uh, surprise onside kick against oh. Houston. Oh. Maybe they will. Maybe one of them will go get. No, I don't think there's going to be any positive. <laughs> is there any chance they can recreate when you were spinning out your uh, your Mustang and you ran to your own tree? Easy. That's not what Dude. happened. Exactly. You didn't hear me. All right, bro. I'm going to send. I heard you. Okay. <laughs> and these kids huh? have respect for good Fords down here. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. The Shelby GT 660 horsepower. Why? Has a lot of respect just around these hills. It's just too much for a lot of people. It I'm wasn't too much for me. Just needed better, better, better pavement. You're right. Okay, that's all I needed. You're right. That thing came out of nowhere. Hey, Indianapolis. You know what I love though, Pat? Tree that you hit, tree's gone. Pothole that you gone. Ste- ran into, still there. 
still there. House, no longer really one I live in. So uh, hopefully never, ever see it ever again. I'm going to edit this down. I just took a video of them running that fake punt. Oh, Wait until you see what's going on here. How I mean, many it kids is, are there? Uh, it seems like it'd be like 20-ish, Dang, maybe 24, kids. 25 kids. They're loud. No class. They're awesome. There's one Colts jersey amongst the bunch. Gross. What, who, uh, what number? Who is it? Uh, Andrew Luck, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a 12. They have him playing quarterback in the uh, – you'll see it. I'll send the video. Anyways, football has been awesome. Yep. College football slate this weekend, huge. Yeah. This game, obviously, two top 10 teams in the middle of a maybe hurricane, but we'll be doing a mega cast. Also, UK, Ole Miss, UK top mm-hmm. 10 team or top 11 team right now. Ole Miss not ranked, favored by six and a half at home. Baylor's got a big-time game. I mean, there is – Massive games of football. We're very lucky to be in a football world, AJ. And I just would like to reiterate that fact that we get to talk about the greatest sport on earth every single day. And we're very lucky for that. Hey, I 100% agree with you. I mean, this is, yeah, I get to talk about what the only thing I really watch, which is football. College football, NFL football. I watch other sports a little bit, but I'm very casual with those sports. I know Ty watches every baseball game ever played. I have a hard time committing to that, but so yeah, that's why this is the best place ever. Con, you're probably the same way. Yeah, exactly. And even tonight, like with the college football slate, you kind of just think about Saturdays, but like the Friday game, I think Washington's playing UCLA. Like that's a pretty entertaining game. And then at every time slot tomorrow, there are top 25 matchups from 12 all the way till Clemson, NC State. And then again, the London games being back. 9.30 (laughs) games on Sunday. It's the best. Hey, Ty, we're going over to London, aren't we? Have a little spot of tea. A spot of tea and some crumpets in London town. I love did it. You hey, see? they've been doing Good Morning Football over there. Oh, yes. my God. Did, did you, you watch them? Did, did you see the comedian this morning? Finn Taylor. He crushed. Boy. That was awesome. Why are you laughing? He did crush. Yeah, but we're laughing because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That guy was the one that they called. <laughs> did they yeah, have any idea? I mean? Did they not? Yes. No, one, no, one, no one looked at his Twitter account or watched the clip? What happened? Clearly not. Well, no. for those who haven't seen it, I would recommend that you seek it out on the internet because we're not going to play it on here because I'm not sure NFL mm-hmm. Network wants that thing to be run everywhere. No yeah, way. We just popped this, We put a screenshot up earlier of yeah. Yeah, Finn. What's his name? Finn Taylor. Finn He's the Taylor. one that put it out. Not not yeah. NFL Network. Finn Taylor I, did. Hey, that's a good call, AJ. Look at you being an adult saying, hey, let's not run a video. Let's just show the photo because we do have to think about things like that. Yeah. If we can run somebody's stuff. If it makes them look good, they're probably not going to give us a strike. Oh. We run somebody's shit and it makes them look terrible. But isn't we're going get isn't all pub good pub for NFL Network and Good Morning Football? Well, Definitely that's what not. Jerry Jones thinks. That's what Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones said all pubs good. All news good news. All pubs good pub. I think all times good time. So we meet somewhere in the middle. Area. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you see a guy did uh, a Mike McCarthy like a five and a half minute down to a Dallas uh, radio station? He called into. No, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty good. He calls in as as Big Mike. Yeah, and he, he he has a lot of different. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys will hear. You'll like. I'll, I'll send it to you. And I don't know who edited Finn Taylor's video of him on Good Morning Football, but whoever did, like, and maybe it was him, but they buried the host. They would zoom in on the other hosts, like oh, while yeah. he was talking. It was it was a master class of video editing by whoever did that. I've been a part of a couple shows where I'm clearly not welcomed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I don't know if that's how Finn felt, but. Walking off that stage afterwards, like, hey, you killed it. Thank you. Like, you know, like, yeah. what is the conversation there? I would hope that his friends are around him enough to be like, 
awesome yeah you did it. that's amazing what you did was amazing this is gonna the clip we're about to get out of this is about to be unreal but i'm not sure a lot of good morning football people were saying hey great work no, there but no. hey you, you whenever you step into the cricket box over there in london you gotta take a hat with mm -hmm. that uh wooden thing you that's know what right. i mean yeah I, I don't think that, i don't think they play baseball over there they don't they're trying to split the wicket you got a you know, sticky wicket you gotta split right down the middle <laughs> is it so where are you from again Basically, wherever you want me to be from, uh, West End. You sound London. like Michael Caine. Everything that's, goes back to that guy. That's kind of where the impression comes <laughs> from. Is Michael Caine? It's pretty good. Speaking He's of from that, the countryside, though, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He, yep. Where Manchester? Where's he from? You could say Manchester, but it's about forty-five minutes <laughs> right side of London. You know, you're a beautiful <laughs> British countryside. You got a cat. Is that crazy. Leicester? <laughs> uh, it's very close to Leicester. I say probably I don't know. 12 to 15 kilometers uh, right outside of Leicester. Are we pronouncing it right? Uh, oh, yeah. To be honest, I don't know. I know some people <laughs> were pretty pissed off about the pronunciations of some of the cities what? over there. Yeah, back to Good Morning Football. I <laughs> uh, Ty, I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of that, there's a great uh, Coach Lou Holtz clip when he was pretty upset when he got pulled into an interview with one of an, an intern at some like event he was at. Have you seen this? I saw it yesterday on the show. I'll, I'll send it to you guys eventually. That just got me thinking of that. He was not happy, and he knew he was on camera and mic'd up the whole time, but it was, it was classic Lou Holtz. I don't know if you saw that. Did he, did he do the newspaper? No, he was not in the mood. This, this looks like an event where he may have done the newspaper to start off the event, and he is ready to go, and he had some intern taking him around and was stopping at multiple oh, no. places. Foxy, that might have been that Christmas party. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I bet it was. What? He We're did that Christmas there. party. That oh. was the most electrifying Christmas party. I don't know what corporate Christmas parties normally look like. No. Sorry, holiday parties. It appeared as if they were celebrating Christmas, but just so it, everybody could feel included, even though at this particular party it wasn't that, we'll call it a holiday party. <laughs> uh, it was definitely a Christmas party, though, is how it was kind of being set up there. Yep. It was bananas. This party, they invested hundreds Wait, of thousands of dollars. Are you serious or who? No. No. Don't know the company. Oh, name. my bad. Actually, okay. Could not name the company's name right now, but I do know they're in Indiana, oh. and they invest a lot of money into this Christmas party, and they expect everybody there to black out. Right? <laughs> Foxy, am I wrong? Everyone was boozing. I couldn't believe it. Every human, there was hundreds, hundreds of employees at this place. Okay. okay. Everybody like getting after it as if they're like 22 year old kids, 21 year old nice. kids in college. What? Right? Honestly. <laughs> and then Lou Holtz is sitting right next to me in the middle of all this. Wait, what were you doing? Right next to Why me. were you there? Uh, I hosted their talent Got show. It. Oh, okay. Nice. nice. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's one of those corporate gigs that uh, as you get older, you can say no to. But when you're younger, <laughs> you don't know you're supposed to say no to them. So you get an experience out of it. And this one was me watching Lou Holtz handle the elements that we were currently in. And it felt like we were in a movie. It felt like we were in a fucking movie. There's people coming out dancing, singing, smoke, shot glasses getting tossed around. What? CEO of the company hammering just as many booze as what? everybody else. What? Hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on this thing in Damn. Indiana. I assume it's some tech company that's very successful. I don't know what it is. I don't remember who it is. But Lou Holtz was right here, right here the whole time. And he was just watching the shit show unfold in the name of Jesus Christ's birthday. And it was... <laughs> It was amazing. So I assume he handled himself well, but it might have been that event Probably. that you saw the clip from. It might have been. Was he? Did he? Did he give a speech or something? Like what was he doing there at the beginning? Yeah, he, he did the he did the trick. Uh, 
I think he did do the newspaper trick. Behind Fox, the scenes, he? behind the scenes, you asked him to do it. He did it specifically for <laughs> you. That was the first thing we did when we got there. Holy shit. Of course. Lou Holtz. Yeah. It is very nice to meet you, Coach Doctor. Very nice to meet you. Um, are we getting a newspaper trick tonight? <laughs> Please. I mean. We might, you know, we might, he says. And I'm like, hey, if I get to, and I like, I didn't say like I need it, but I said, if I get to witness, you know, you do the newspaper trick. Like I, I will probably put that on my Twitter bio, coach. You know what I mean? Like got a chance to do it. That's a big deal. What you did he say back he to you? Said, well, he said, thank Pat, you. He was so nice. What? Well, Pat, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> I don't think he said that, <laughs> yeah. but he did. He did say thank you. He was very appreciative. And then uh, I think he knew what this party was going to be before us. Cause I was saying mm. that to him in like a back room before we got out to the festivities I just assume Christmas party, going to be a stage, probably a meal, you know, that yeah, whole thing. Yeah. I was wrong. That thing was America's Got Talent meets X Factor what? meets like a spring break. Sounds amazing. Everything. Yeah. Holy shit. Why didn't we go last year? Well, we weren't invited back. Oh, uh, <laughs> well. If there's a holiday party here, it. we might be able to get Lou here to the Thunderdome. You think we can invite him? How much would it cost? If he's doing that newspaper trick, there is no price we won't pay. But um, yeah, like a Brett Favre cameo. What if I we? Assume. Hey, what if we called <sighs> called into Doctor Lou to do one of his segments during the the broadcast tomorrow night, or like at one of these broadcasts over the over the season, one of these college deals? Good idea. Let's continue to brainstorm right now. Now that we're hot, maybe Lou Holtz calls in, does the newspaper trick for the team that's losing going into the fourth quarter. Oh. Ooh. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Yep. Write it down. We got it? Yep. 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 Here we go. Hey, tomorrow should be pretty sweet. Tomorrow night, if I get out of this place, I guess rain's supposed to kind of move in here tonight then be clear skies tomorrow. Yeah, there's teams. I'm, I'm not on your team. No, yeah. I'm of course on, not. I'm on a different team than you. Yeah, your team's going to stink. Well, so. I mean, from what you've said about the people at Clemson right now, it feels like they're going to be getting after it tomorrow night. And, you know, I haven't felt better about this in a long time since you just said that about the whole entire atmosphere. Well, I mean, I just sent a video over uh, to Zito. We, uh, this will be the setup. Me, Darius, and Dirty, and a surprise guest. Ooh. In person? Who is that? I was trying to guess the in, silhouette. Who is it? In person surprise. I think I'm the only person that knows in the whole office. Wow. Yeah, I actually didn't know we were having a surprise guest. Is it guest Obama? Until this graphic came up. Don't sleep on Barry O. <laughs> I just wanted to hear that. <laughs> That's like Pavlov's dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Zito always does little kisses. Yep. Ring the bell. I don't know why. Saliva comes. Treat. Oh. Yes, that is the... President Obama. Don't sleep on burial. Yeah, there it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a guarantee there. Any bear thing. Um, <laughs> this should be good. I think yeah. this is going to be good. We're gonna. I don't know how much money we're going to end up donating. So basically, and we'll do this rundown live on ESPN in like a minute which should be an incredible feat of hosting if I'm able to accomplish it. Basically, we have two groups representing, one representing one team, one representing the other team. Me and the boys will be on NC State. Uh, plus six and a half, seven and a half is when we took it. <laughs> well, but live six uh, and a half, so I kicked yeah, off. Yeah, but when we, when we locked it in with seven and a half. So oh, I, know, I don't right, know. No it feels like six well, and a half. Is it sure felt like it was seven and a half. When we well, Anyways, uh, and the boys on AJ side will be on Clemson minus ten and a half. So the um, <laughs> entire alternate that? spread. What are we talking about? <laughs> minus ten and a half about? plus five hundred. <laughs> so like uh, 
This is NC State's first top 10 versus top 10 yeah. program history. Yeah. Okay. What do you want? You may be a little. Aren't juice. we doing Maybe like, are we doing little competitions back and forth to raise money? Yes. So anytime a first down happens for the team that we're representing or on the drive, that'll be $500 donated wow. to a charity or foundation that is associated with the university. So NC State will be the Jimmy V fun because Jimmy V was Sweet. coach at NC State and Jimmy V. For Clemson, we have to figure that out. I've yeah. asked like people from ESPN. I've asked people from Omaha. I've asked people everywhere. For Clemson, if you can get us a good foundation that is closely associated with the University of Clemson, we'd be very, very thankful for that. So $500 will be donated to those charities anytime those teams get a first down. $1,000 will be donated to those charities anytime those teams score points, field goal or touchdown. Field goal was going to be $750, uh, $750 donation, but if a kick is able to be made, I think in this wind that's going to yeah. happen here that should be worthy of a thousand bucks as well then at the end of each drive like let's say there's three first downs and a touchdown that would be twenty five hundred dollars going to that school a representative in the thunderdome for the school will have the opportunity to either double that donation triple that donation mm. or quadruple Jeez. that Woo. donation by attempting a trick shot of some sort whether it's with a basketball a football the golf simulator or the russell wilson dorsal fin football oh yeah. yeah so i believe we'll be able to keep it a little bit electric we have some surprise guests calling in i will say peyton manning will be joining us at some point yeah. i believe in the third quarter yeah. there's two other surprise guests that we're currently trying to lock in and at the end of the game who knows how much money we'll donate to either side who knows what who will win the game but we do know whatever the sum is of both of those funds we will donate to Red Cross for Hurricane Ian relief as well. So nice. three donations oh, yeah. um, from Sweet. tomorrow night's games. Hopefully there'll be a lot of doublers. What? Triplers. What? And probably just one quadrupler. What? And that'll happen at the end of each drive. Uh, and then obviously we'll cover the game as if we're super pundits and analysts. Darius Butler's got a massive brain. Can't wait to hear that thing pour onto the scene. Uh, obviously, A.J. Hawk, some special guests, surprise guests. It should be fun on ESPN, too. And then we got five more after this one that hopefully we'll be able to adapt and overcome and make it even better for the rest of the season. I think it's going to be awesome. I think this is great that, yeah, that they're even doing this. Omaha Productions, everyone. I think the more different kind of options you give people to watch things, the better. I think Omaha is either splitting or matching our donations too. So I don't know. Hell yeah. Okay. I don't people. know which one it is. I don't know where we landed at. I don't know where we landed at, but Omaha is in as well. As soon as I laid out the idea, they're like, oh, we're in. We like can- immediate in this this was yesterday, by the way. Nice. This is yesterday to Omaha. <laughs> this 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 is two days before this thing goes live. Omaha how very works. good people. Kinda how how it works around here at least, right? Yep. Well, they were very nice to be like, they're hey, awesome. you do whatever the hell you want to do, you know? And it's like, how can we help? And they're helping us fund some of the decorations. We're, get, we're decorating that place tonight. Mm, oh, yep, we're going to yeah. see a whole new Thunderdome tomorrow, Jeez. new angles, new shots, new everything. Angle. We should have <laughs> tomorrow. What is your angle? What angle, you see, <laughs> will be coming from the stage onto the court. We'll be sitting on the court in a makeshift living room, sports bar, man cave Just thing. Just guys hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It's guys being it's guys. Dudes being dudes. Right? Watching football. Raising money. What? Right? There we go. We'll also figure out giveaways. We got to do giveaways too for people that are watching along on Twitter. I assume we'll probably do that with every tripler or doubler that's made. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. this little hashtag. Yeah, we'll yeah. come up with something. Pat, you know what that means though? We got to get to our games, man. We got to make our picks. I know you're about to get hot, aren't you? You want to do it? Well, 
you've been 11 and six and 10 and six. So I'm gonna let you go first this week and I'm gonna follow your lead. I think no, you because won't follow although you lead. didn't, you didn't hit the parlay last night. Man. You didn't hit the parlay last night. You're on the right side though. Yeah. 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 Hit the spread. I had a feeling the Bengals would win by more than three and a half that hit. But yeah, once you don't hit that parlay and it looked like it was never even, we weren't ever even sniffing the parlay. Yeah. It kind of took a little steam away. It sucks, doesn't it, AJ? This is what I have to do. This it yeah. sucks, doesn't it? Whenever you get people to like believe and buy in, and you believe and you buy, mm-hmm. think about an annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, happening. Uh, yeah, believe me, I was watching that. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, it really is. Say, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I wake up feeling like a an asshole. I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. and I get people tweeting me. Oh, Pat makes money off of every person that rides alongside his parlays anyway. It's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. All right, so now you're saying that I openly made a bet. This is just like the people that are assuming that every doctor that's in Miami signed off an implant. <laughs> yep. So now you're assuming that I'm making bets alongside FanDuel that get very close and are inevitably heartbreakers yeah, what's the point so that? that I can w- – yeah, like get, I can't <laughs> – Grow up. Get, what are we doing? Do? It's tough. Grow it's up. tough, March. though, isn't it, AJ? Yeah. This morning you were having conversations with yourself. Me yeah. too. This happens to me. Last that's night. why you have hey you have sunday super boost too aj let's go cannot wait man that's gonna that one's gonna hit for sure but let's get the game pop that slate up there for us guys all right we're gonna start the first one the london game 9 30 a.m eastern for us vikings taking on the saints the the red rocket himself is the starter for the saints and the yeah. vikings are what three point favorites here over the saints what are yeah. you doing pat give me the saints plus three wow andy dalton is a guy that i've man. talked about you know and Connor wants to crown another ginger Jesus. Not so fast, my friend Lee Corso would say. Andy Dalton still has an incredible arm. He has an opportunity to have a team around him now, which he hasn't had in a couple different spots. And he's his first game. It's England. Weird shit happens. Give me the Saints plus three. Starting center is out, and so is Michael Thomas. All sense. right, give me the Vikings minus three. Okay. <laughs> Thought you needed to know that. Too. Yeah, I see. Thank you. Con mentioned that earlier before you were on, and I was thinking that the whole time. And, and although I think Andy's going to play all right, I'm taking the Vikings here too at minus three. So happy. Well, to do Justin it. Jefferson wants to put on a show. That's yes. right. Exactly. You know? Remember the gritty. Oh, in London. Gritty mm. and crumpets. Gritty and crumpets. Who did that? No, it's what he will do. Oh, it's what he would do. Didn't someone do that? I thought it was like a skit or something. Somebody did. I don't think so. Did you just take a photo? Titans Colts. Who's he talking to? Oh, he's talking to someone. He's talking to Shotgun Mustache Guy. Oh. No, it's not. It's not Shotgun Mustache Guy. It's incredibly. Guy who did his own beard. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it's incredibly grim beard guy. He took a screenshot on the computer that came into my ear. It literally sounded like flashing. Lie, while you guys were talking, I was like, kind of, oh my god, what the hell is going on? I thought somebody was attacking me from over here. Instead, it was just incredibly talented, bearded guy (laughs) doing a screenshot, hopefully telling people, you know, how good of a job he did because you kicked ass, buddy. I want to let you know. All right, let's dive into it. I got. I got the Vikings minus three. What do you, who do you have, AJ? Yeah, I have Vikings minus three as well. Next one, we got Titans at the Colts here. Titans are what? Titans are three and a half point dogs. You want me going that way, right? Jeez. Where are you going, AJ? Titans three and a half point dogs against the Colts. I know Jim Irsay gave the rally cry right on Twitter. He wanted everyone being super loud. duper loud. Yep. Not sure if Darius Saunders playing yet, but I would assume no. Hey, yeah. hey, uh, hey, hey, hey! What? Did you see that quote from him, AJ? I did see that quote. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, Why? Right. Why don't you like that? Somebody needs to fucking remind him who he is, dude. What was it sounded he, like his quote saying? What he if he's not a hundred percent, he doesn't want to hurt his team, basically, right? 
Yeah, it wasn't that though. It was at the end. He was talking about Zaire Franklin. He was having an incredible, yeah. incredible season. We're very thankful yeah. for Zaire Franklin. But he said something along the lines like, "Hey, Zaire is playing better than I would play." It's like, "Hey, Darius. Hey, yeah. Shaq. Shut the fuck up. Get you, you are Shaq <laughs> Leonard, dude. Yeah. You're a defensive MVP. Somebody needs to tell him like, "Hey, you're a dude, bro." You I would assume I mean? he knows. I assume he knows that, man. I assume he's dude, doing it that. Didn't to, tell- is he doing it to motivate himself? What's he doing? Why is he saying it then? Because I think somebody needs to remind him who he is. All right, and well. I think I got to talk to him Sunday at Lucas Oil. Yeah. Before the game, and I'm happy I said what I said to him. I was like, "Hey, we need you. We need you. We need you," because like, damn, we do need him. But hearing his quote almost made me think like, has he forgot? It seems like he's forgot. You yeah, know that he's the he guy, is. and we can't have that. You know, like Shaq, you're the guy. Hey, Shaq, I got the Colts minus three and a half. Because you're the guy, pal. Okay, yeah. need your back. Need your back. Well, Shaq, you you are the guy, and I have the Titans at minus three and a half oh. because I'm not sure you're playing this weekend. Oh, you want to so. take the Titans minus three and a half? Is it minus, they plus three and a half? He said it. He no, said it. Oh no, I got no. plus three and a half. You got, you got a minus spread. All right, you, you guys got a know. minus. You guys know what the board says. I have the Titans at plus three and a half right there. That's gonna be a good one. Bears, Giants. Here we go. Mm, poop bowl. Bear down. Poop bowl. What do you mean? I this mean, game's gonna stink. Two and one, but both these teams fucking stink. What? I don't. I think there's a lot of Giants fans that would argue right a lot now. Of with Bears you, Ty. fans too. Yeah, okay. a lot of Bears fans. What do you think about the Bears? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about our Bears fans arguing with you? You don't think they're sold to the Bears? They're gonna be. They have a program that's gonna run the table and maybe win everything this year. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Okay. Ah. There's a chance. Who's the favorite here on this one? Giants. Giants. Giants are three Minus point favorites three. at home, I guess. Yeah. That's don't they always give people three points at home and that the old the old no, saying? I don't think that's real. I don't either. I don't think that's real. I don't I disagree I think, with it. I think it depends on places. Yeah. I think we actually talked to uh Irish bloke. John Sheeran. Uh, oh yeah. John Sheeran, and he told us he said some places or whatever. I sorry, Irish people. All right, Slancha. <laughs> you guys treat me like shit in your country, anyways. My name's Patrick McAfee, so I don't care. But like he came on and said, like, some places it matters, some places it doesn't. So it like the old adage, it's oh, it's always three points for home field. Like, I don't think that is necessarily true anymore, although it might have been. Give me the bears, dude. Let's go. Hell oh, yeah. Fair hey, let's go, Z. Plus Jeez. three on the Bears. Man, I do. Man, this is a tough one for me. I'm taking the Giants here, though. I, I like. The, I got to take the Giants here. Saquon still continuing to roll. Yeah, SoFi is one of those places I know. I think that he mentioned that that home field you get three points is not real because there is everyone, no home field there anymore. Exactly. Is there? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Well, yeah. that's what. Hey, that's what Mrs. Stafford has said. Uh huh. Yep. It's been going. I thought more, more than just her. I feel like other people have said the same kind of stuff. I bet you there's a lot of. Rams families that have openly expressed, like, you know, we have no home games, so uh, we don't even get treated nice in SoFi. Yeah. We get we get told we get told to get the fuck out of a stadium in away games and at home games, same thing. What I mean, and we just we won the Super Bowl. Game? We won the Super we Bowl as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a tough thing. I so I assume when Matthew and Kelly are talking, it's like a voice of the entirety of that squad over there. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Bills, Ravens. Bills are coming back full force. Although hides out. Is Poyer playing? Do we know if Poyer's playing? Mm, I not do yet. not think there's been no an update, update on him. It feels like they want us to take the Ravens here. Ty, AJ, don't you think? Yeah, they do. Giving them three at home. Yeah. I'm home taking dogs. I'm taking the Bills here, Pat. Have to. Yeah. D-tackle for the Bills is out. Jordan Phillips. That yeah. was not out. I just think. I think Josh Allen, everyone, like they're going to get back on track. We spoke to Von Miller yesterday. That dude is dialed in. I feel like people will follow him. 
The Ravens secondary has not looked good, and no. Josh Allen had some free and runners, right? Yeah, yeah they've had big some, time. Two yeah. or three. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. All right, we both are, we both have the Bills there. I love Lamar. Lamar's in a fuck you pay me right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it might be not, a shootout. It could easily be a shootout. All right, so let's go Bills and over. Okay. Okay. Let's take Bills. Bills and over. I got you. I'll, I'll ride with you on that one. All right, Chargers oh, at the us. Texans. How is uh, how's Herbert doing? How's his health? Do we know anything more? I think he's still Eckler? banged up. Like, is he going to be banged up for the next eight weeks? Yeah, where's that? Anyone pull up Twitch. Who's Twitch? Mitt, Mitt, where are you? We Has he done that count. since? Has he done that since, by the way? No, I, do I not think he might so. be a uh, team uh, told him to get the hell off of Twitch for the four seasons. No, the you don't say. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Man. So where's who was – Um, what's the next one up there, guys? Five and a half, Chargers, Texas. Jeez, five and a half is a lot. All right, I'm taking – you know what? I got to stick with the – I'm taking the Texans here at five and a half point dogs at home. Give me the Chargers just mm. because it feels like that's way too many to be yeah. uh, favored by. So somebody knows something. I love Dougie, Dougie, Douglas, Dougie. Yep, yep, yep. Dougie. You got it. Dougie's worse. Dougie Davis. Dougie. Dougie Davis. Give me the Chargers uh, just because of what happened last week. Okay. What this this is unprecedented right here. I'm guessing. Seattle goes to Detroit, and Detroit is favorites two weeks in a row, right? Oh, yeah. And an unprecedented move. That's, yes. that's never happened before. Well, no, we weren't favored last week, but the last time oh. we were home, we were favored. Oh, that's right. My bad. Was two just... straight home favorites. Bingo. Go. Let me yeah. tell you guys this one. No DeAndre Swift. Ooh. No St. Right. Brown. But you do have a pissed off Dan Campbell from what happened last week. And also, the Lions did oh, yeah. cover last week. They continue to cover. Mm. So I'll just throw that out there for you. And that speech dude's playing. Who is? The guy who gives all the inspirational speeches. Yeah, Jamal Williams had a great game last week. Yeah, yes. and Skip. Who? Skip. Or Skip, 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 Skip. 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 Seattle is four-point dogs, huh? I'm, you know what, Pat? I'm going Lions here at minus four. No, no. Let's go. Oh, okay. What? Why'd you say no? no I, I thought I misheard you there. Give me the Seahawks. Who's FaceTiming somebody? Wow. FaceTiming somebody? I don't think so. Get Pretty, your shit together. I can hear it Dude, in my ear. Someone's FaceTiming. Oh, shut up. Saints, Steelers. Saints at Steelers <laughs> here. Plus three. Jets are three-point dogs. Going to the Steelers, really? Mitch, Zach Wilson. Mitchell Trubisky, favorites oh. at home. Is Zach Wilson starting? He is back. He is back. We heard that is earlier. Is Minka playing? Uh, yeah, he was back I out think of he practice. Was back, right? Yeah, yeah he, he had yeah. practice. Protocol, right. but I think he's, he's progressing through the process of the protocol, whatever that may be right now. Who you like? Right, give me the Steelers. I like the Steelers. Steelers, that, Steelers. Yeah, yeah, I got Steelers here too, for sure. Steelers three with, at minus three at home? Yeah, got it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Jags, Eagles. This is an awesome game. We were yes. talking about this one earlier. Jags are six and a half point dogs in Philly, but man, what's going to happen here? The Jags could win this thing. Like, who do you have here, Pat? Give me the dogs, Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the dogs are the Jaguars, but the Philadelphia Eagles have actual dogs on the roster, and the head coach says he's a dog, and he wants to be around a bunch of dogs. They're basically just a dog house, and they love it that way. Uh, I like the Eagles, minus six and a half at home, although I do appreciate the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars are back. Okay, I got respect Mm -hmm. and nothing but love for what the Jacksonville Jaguars have done. I just really enjoy this Philadelphia Eagles team, and it doesn't feel like this is the week where they have a letdown for whatever reason. It's a home game. It's early in the season. They haven't really had the opportunity to enjoy their win streak too much because the Philadelphia Eagles fans are going to be on top of them this week. Mm -hmm. Give me the Eagles minus six and a half. All right, with that being said, give me the Jags at plus six and a half in Philly. Next one up. Browns traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Browns are one-and-a-half-point favorites here on the road. What are you thinking? 
I like the uh, the brownies. Uh, nope. Check that. Falcons. <laughs> Ooh. This one's tough for me, but I, I am taking the Falcons, too. I was leaning Browns a little bit Cordero early. I Daryl is questionable. Uh, Give me the Browns. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't, not sure. I'm going to have to take the Browns, too. Then What is it, one and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I like, Hold the Browns. On. I like the Browns here. Literally, as I was picking the Browns, Cordero Patterson jumped over something in my brain and ran across it to the other side. And then AJ, who or AQ, who did the in-the-trenches, says, hey, this Falcons team oh, is yeah. a lot better than anybody could fathom. Yeah. So, yep. like, in my eyes, I thought immediately, oh, the Falcons are probably going to this is probably a game where the Falcons win, and everybody goes, oh, look at the Falcons. But if you're saying Cordero Patterson's out, is that what you're saying? He practiced today. He did not practice earlier in the week, but today is his first day back. He's playing. Oh, He's definitely playing. Give me playing. the Falcons. Give me the Falcons plus one and a half. All right, I'll stick fun. with my, my Browns pick there, minus one and a half. Next one, the Washington Commanders travel to Dallas to take on Jerry and the boys and Big Mike. And Dallas is a three-point favorite here. What do you have? You tell me. Dallas, minus three. Me me too. Let's move on. I don't want to have to get into the full. I like the way Carson plays. Yeah. <laughs> He's reckless. But... reckless. <laughs> but he is. And with that Dan Quinn defense. You're right. Can't be I, reckless against I mean, that D. They're going to turn the ball over and they're going to hit you hard. Okay. Cardinals at Panthers here. Cardinals are one and a half point dogs on the road wow. against the Panthers, which have the Panthers proved that they're a squad yet? Have the Cardinals. No, that's why they're one and a half point favorites, right? The Christian dogs. McCaffrey is questionable. Yeah, what did he, he he had weird comments saying like, oh, if I take a leak, they put me on the injury report, but he's been on the injury report every day. Yeah. So yeah. is he practicing? Is that really what he said? Yes. Yeah, didn't he say yeah. something like to, that? To the media last week, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was this week. He said, if I take a leak, they put me on the injury report because of who I am? Yeah. He said, maybe he said, if I go to the bathroom. So he could have been talking about dumps. So, okay, if I take a dump, they put <sighs> me on the report. So Let's not talk about that. You guys heard what I did this morning. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I did not, but that's fine. Yeah, you put in the group text. I was driving a car, guys. I'm being responsible. Oh yeah, sure. You're responsible driving. Being responsible driving a car. Yeah. Okay. Fuck off. I'll look at it. I'll look at that one at the break. What did you? Okay. Whatever happened, I don't even know. I'm guessing you took your pinky ring off, or you smeared it poop on it accidentally. Well, I did take the pinky ring off. I absolutely demolished. Okay. A student union toilet. <laughs> and was, uh, Is the door locked? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lock the door. Yeah, Only one too. person in there, oh, right? Yeah. The dream for you. So that's, yeah. that's good and bad, you know? Because there's like a line of people, a line of 12 ladies waiting to get in when you get out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it's. I think with that particular bomb that I dropped, it's going to be tough to say it was from the person before, before me because it... <laughs> It was potent. There was um, there was no fan switch oh, either. No. Mm. Oh no. You hope you so flushed nine just, times. I did. I tried to flush as soon as I could, but <laughs> the first one went down, and then you know I was refilling back up, and it was a slow refill. So you know what that oh, no. means. Yeah. This is yeah, terrible. Paint the toilet. No, not just that. You can't get rid of it as quick because you got to wait on the water to refill so you can get enough power to fucking flush it so again. That smell you know just I mean? lingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say the total time was probably four and a half minutes in there, three and oh, a half. God. That's efficient. Yeah, it's not too bad. Try to get six flushes in, only only able to get two. So, kind of work with what you got. Anyways, it's kind of tough. Uh, you got Lee Corso's mom banging on the door trying to get in after you. 
Well, Lee Corso's mom, you said? Yeah. To break it to you. What are you AJ? trying to say? Lee Corso's mom. I'm guessing she's not around. We don't know. Around. You're, oh, good. You guys, well, rest you guys in peace, go assume. Yeah, R.I.P. Assume stuff, Jeez. then. Assume stuff. I mean, what's the next 130? game? 130? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She was 20 during the Great Depression. She was a great lady. She was a great lady. You guys have no class. What's the next game Speaking up, of guys? Truth, I mean, what am I Cardinals supposed to do every Friday? Panther. I land immediately, go to a university building. What am I supposed to be doing? I thought you're. Exactly. I thought for sure if that sweet old lady is your flight attendant, you just dump right there in that plane. Well, with the way my schedule is, it that ain't the time. Oh, you know, gotcha. the time is like right before show starts. It's Damn almost up. like my bladder gets it. Like, hey, all right, now we got to kind of clear the air here. It's yeah. going to go in. Of course. So whenever you're on a road, it's just not great. Hey, speaking of your dumps, just not great. Cardinals, Panthers. Who you have here? Cardinals. I got the Cardinals here, too. Okay. Let's see. Broncos are traveling to play the Raiders here. Broncos are, what, two-and-a-half-point dogs mm -hmm. on the road to get play the winless Raiders. What are we doing here? Okay. this is Actually, you know what? I'm interested to see what both these teams are in this game. What do you think? Ty. Yeah. What did Mark Davis say to Josh McDaniels on Monday morning in the office? Please tell me. He said, listen, you either need to start winning or – you need to buy me a couple new Nintendo Switch video games, okay? I got to go okay. dinner, guys. Sorry. Get it figured out. Whew. I don't think that's enough to motivate Josh McDaniels, you know? I don't think that was enough. Yeah. Give me the Broncos and that defense to continue to be problems uh, for offenses. We shit on the Niners and how they produced against this Broncos team. Then we started seeing some film from numerous people this week who are better at football than we are, and they're saying, hey – this Broncos defense is not getting anywhere near enough credit. So I think they'll continue to do their thing. Give me the Broncos plus two and a half. The Raiders will figure it out at some point, maybe. But I think the Broncos defense is going to be a massive part of this storyline this weekend. I'm with you on the Broncos. D is great, and I think they will play very well. But I think the uh, the Raiders find a way to get their first win here. So I'm taking uh, Raiders minus two and a half. I feel like we've disagreed on a lot today. Yeah, well, that's not good because you're hot and I'm cold. So, well, you know, now, I'm that's great then because you, I, I have to get cold. So if I'm cold, you're hot this week, right? No, you don't have to get cold, AJ. You're never going to I'm cold. not going, going to. Hot. These are all going to hit. I'm not going to. I'm just trying to make you feel better about your picks. There's not too don't many. Don't try to make me feel better. Dude, I handed you the super boost. So, like, every time we were opposite, you heard me go, fuck, because I know the super boost is going to hit that you're going to put in there. So that means I'm wrong. So okay. we're on your train right now, good. AJ. We're riding on your wings, pal. You see us right here? You see us right here? Yep. See, uh, there's three of us. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what that. That's a, what are you trying to show? That's under your. That's us under your hawk wing. Oh, oh yeah. my bad. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, get it. K A J. Yeah, we're under yeah. your wing. Sorry. Okay. Hey, K A J. See okay. that? I'm talking directly at a wall oh, right look, now. Oh, is that is that looks good right here? Much better yeah. visual. See, look, effect. I can point right at you. Oh yeah, and look at that. I can <laughs> do it as well. <laughs> that's good. Okay, oh. nice. What's the next game? Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Mm -hmm. The McCorkle Bowl. I don't know if you know this, but they act like Mac may play. I don't see any way Mac plays. That looked like the most painful situation in the history of the planet, and you're telling me the guy's going to play six days later? Unless this is a Paul Pierce poop situation, you know, which Boston, I guess, and New England area has been used to happening. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think he's playing. Now, mm -hmm. you have to go in. Is Hoyer that big of a drop-off from McCorkle, or is Zappy – that big of a drop-off from McCorkle in this offense, in this particular situation. I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't watched Mac enough, but it sounds like Connor's given up on him. Connor, can you tell me more? Haven't given up on him completely, but definitely don't know if the drop-off is as massive as it might be for some other teams. 
Well, and also as massive as we thought it would be earlier in the season, right before the season started, when we thought Mac was going to maybe be an MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And although the first game they were bad, the second and third game their offense played pretty well. So if Hoyer comes in and he doesn't throw four or five picks, I think we could be in this one. Okay, it's a pretty big be spread though, one. isn't it? What is the spread? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That is so much. But I got Green Bay obviously here. Nine and a half. I think that's a lot of points. And I think Ty was talking earlier, like Belichick doesn't get blown. A lot, but we'll see what happens on this one. I still got to go Green Bay. Yeah, give me uh, the Green Bay, too, uh, just strictly because of our Tuesday conversations with a guy. Have to. You know? Of course. Don't want to be the one that picks against him, especially going against a backup quarterback, you know? Yep. Smart. Uh, so, I, so I'm going to pick him. I'm going to pick him. Good and pick. I think, like, the Packers' defense pretty good. Yep. Yeah. So Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think their front will find a way to get pressure as well on whoever is playing quarterback. The last one, right, we're doing the Chiefs-Bucks game. That's Sunday night. Okay, Chiefs are one-point favorites heading to Tampa. Here we go. Your right foot. Oh, my bad. Am I stepping on things over here? Yeah, you're like Frankenstein's monster. Just relax. How about you relax back there behind the glass, bro? No, you make all kinds of static. Yeah, Yeah, okay. All right, Nick, we'll talk about it. (laughs) Stop stepping on the glass. I can't hear anything because of my mic pack. That's what I'm trying to get that going again. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what I was doing. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Who turned it down? Nobody turned it down. It got knocked turned down in my pocket because I can't find a place to clip this thing, you know? Hey, it's a tough clip. That one's a very stingy clip. I, I've struggled with it mightily as well. Can't oh, we get it on it. the pocket. I got either. it situated great. Here yeah, we go. It sounds like it. Actually, it doesn't sound like it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have sound. Clon. <laughs> I got who do I have? I have That's the, uh, sound. Is Chiefs AJ are talking? one point. One point favorites. I have the Chiefs. <laughs> no, they're one point dogs. Either way, it doesn't Clown. matter. They're going to win. Yeah, I like the Chiefs, too. Oh. And I think Tampa's going to experience the same thing that me and Foxy and the boys experience on Sunday. When that national anthem is playing, it doesn't matter if you're down in Tampa and it's 400 degrees. It doesn't matter if there's a pirate ship about to launch some cannons. Whenever the singer of the national anthem gets to... It's going to rain through there. And I think Tampa will have it figured out. I think they will figure it out by the end of the season. feels like we're in that early stage still where Tom Brady's, you know, trying to find it with the offense. Mike Evans is back. That is a problem. I like that Tampa team. I think in the end they're going to be a squad. But right now, off of that Colts loss last week with what happened, Travis Kelsey openly apologizing to fans. He's a massive part of the offense. I just think the Chiefs are going to handle business. But how lucky are we to have Tom and Patrick Mahomes week four Sunday night? I'm pumped for all of it, AJ. Pumped oh, for all It's going to be awesome. Do you think we're going to see, like, fireworks from the Bucks offense? Like, can Tom get it going again? Like, you think he's going to all of a sudden it's going to be a shootout maybe? So that's – I think we're too early in the season for that. Yeah. Like, I, I the, honestly The Bucks defense is legit, too. Very These good. guys can play. Yes. You know that. I agree, but Chiefs have a lot of weapons, man. Oh, a yeah. A lot of weapons. And no, I know the Bucks defense is – going to become a defense I think is going to be able to go on a championship run. I honestly believe that. But this just feels like too early of a Bucks team. And with that Chiefs team losing to the Colts last week, I think is going to be a – You know, because they, they had a failed fake field goal. They had a muffed punt. They had a personal foul from Chris Jones mm-hmm. uh, for abusive oh language that we can't have. Yep. Not in our league. Can't do it. Go to hell, Matt. <laughs> what if that's all it was? That. Might be. <laughs> honestly. That's abusive. That was yeah. abusive. Yeah. But you don't think – Matty, why don't you? We need to get some answers on Matty. Why don't you learn about Jesus Christ a little bit, AJ? I I mean, what if that's what he was doing? What if this referee did not believe in Jesus Christ and that's what he was doing? He was trying to spread the gospel. True. Hey, join my parish. (laughs) Something like that. 
what if that ref is actually David Koresh? Oh no! As a African American referee, and something <laughs> was said in slight of Jesus Christ, and that ref said, "Nah, nah, nah, not on my watch." Me and Jesus are actually brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I came from same seed, and what you just said can't have it. Maybe that was it. That that's what it would have to be, right? That personal to a ref to call that in that situation. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible if he looked at him and, you know, had the spirit of Koresh and was like, there's women and children in here, brother. You can't say that. First down. Mm-hmm. First down. First down. That'll be 15. Game over. You lost. Congrats. That's basically what happened. You should have won this game. You're going to look back on this and say, should definitely should have won this game. Instead, you're going to lose because you thought you were funny with your little Bible thing there. <laughs> okay. Including yeah. last night, just looking at the numbers here, too, you guys are an even – Eight picks on the same side, eight picks on opposite side, just so we know going into the weekend. What a nightmare. Pat, do you have to do they have to shuffle you out of there? Like you're not on the game day set. So are you how are you how are you in time right now? Yeah. Mustache man's been falling asleep two, three times. The staff here, <laughs> the crew here has put in incredible work to make this all work because traveling in here has not been easy with the storms and where people are coming from and everything. So I do believe we got to get out of here relatively soon, but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the video that I sent to Zito. This is what has been happening right over here where you can't see it. These kids have been running this play. Look at this. They're literally all lined up in a punt formation. I don't know if you could zoom in or not. Hold on. Wait for it. They'll do it. It'll be very obvious. There's them yelling. Oh, that's the end of it. So they're like right on the concourse right oh, outside yeah. the fence. Oh, okay. That's sweet. So that's the tail end. You saw the quarterback gets uh, sacked over there. That would be Colt Anderson, who became the center, or, or who became the quarterback. He takes it right there, took the snap, yeah. got tackled far side, everybody over here. Then they celebrated making the Colts look dumb. They had it down pretty perfectly. And, now, I mean, they're just realizing now that they're on camera. They think it's live. They're yelling again. It's not live. It's not live. That's awesome. It's not live. It's not live, but we appreciate the hell out of you. Those guys have been standing out there this entire time. This wow. entire time. I guess they're not, that, they're not that far from you, I guess. Yeah, they're right right there. No, I can hear them. I mean, they're yeah, within earshot for sure. I cannot get to them, though. There's zero chance of me being able to get to them. Hey, guys, yeah. Yay! I'll come take a photo with you guys. I won't. I don't know how to get there. You know what I mean? Just lie to those kids. They can't even hear me. So oh, some One of the kids probably might hear it on his phone right now. Yeah, it's all right. Tell them I, I will. I'll try to get there, but I'm not the going to. Come down here. Tell the them come down here. Come down here, come really? Come down here. Do it. Do they say please at the end? Yeah, I mean, have some. Seem to be pretty hospitable group. They look like they would be pissed if I didn't go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, you're gonna go. All right, good. Hey, you know we're gonna have General Bob come on here in a little bit after we take five, Pat. After you, we're gonna have General (laughs) Bob come on chat about all things football, right? I can't believe I'm missing that. Hope everybody has the greatest weekend of all time. Please tell the general I said hello, and I hope life is good. His Affinity Health Company. Yeah, that's uh, making him who he is right now. Yeah, reach out to me. Am I going to be on the same plan? Did they ask you? You're you're already so jacked. I don't know if we could help you. Jocked? I am kind of getting jocked right now because wait, you're wearing a you're wearing a tank top again. Yeah. Well, I talked about this yesterday. It was going to be a problem. I only have four shirts that have sleeves on them at the new house. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Sixty-two to sixty-five tank tops. Uh, mostly black. Some had to be ordered in a multicolor package because they were sold out of the black one. So I had to get the hunter green, mm, the right, blue, right, the white, right. just to get one black, you know, because it came in, uh, in packs of four. So I have a couple of different variations of said tank, but the new house with the clothes that I have, I, 
it's not going to be feasible for me to wear a shirt every single day, I guess. That's what I'm learning. It's tough whenever you're at, you know, you're evolving as a human and yep. we're all, we're all going to be a part of it. You know, we're all going to be yeah. a part of it. Well, we're excited to watch you transition into the sleeve game. I know it's going to take a while because you, you only have four uh, t-shirts right now, but congrats and good luck at 62 to 65 tank tops. I'm surprised, you know, the exact number that, that like, so, so close. Do you well, sit down there and I've had them? to pay for them all. <laughs> add to card had 62 there we go pat hey they they go in 20 i go five in the packs of four Uh, so i actually do it in 20s but one of the packs gave me an extra one that's how i know i got 65 you know i felt like i hit the lottery holy hell yeah bonus i I paid four got five that never happened yeah so that's where i'm at yeah when you get seven nuggets when you pay for the six piece that's right yeah you're talking about weed oh so. <laughs> there you go because <laughs> that right. is a benefit as well that's a pretty well, nice little surprise i would imagine i don't know what it's like down there uh where you are but is the weather okay for now at least it's a little chilly it's windy as fuck i mean you saw this this morning at the uh air- actually it looks like the wind's kind of dying down i don't know how the stadium is this morning when i landed the wind was the flags were all it's gonna stay that way a- right i would imagine is it gonna is it supposed to rain hard too or no it's supposed to come in this evening there's like, some nasty videos, man. You've been watching those videos from people. Their house is flooding. The streets. Crazy. Everything is nuts. Dude, I, I am so sorry to everybody that has had to battle this asshole hurricane. Yeah. Very, very sorry about it. Never been a part of a hurricane. Looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Honestly. Could you imagine just having a foot of water everywhere you go? Yeah. That would be a nightmare. And they say water ruins everything. Hey, you're going to have black mold forever, even if you dry this out. All your electronics are fucking burnt. And let alone all your socks and shoes ruined forever. Okay? If, and that's just the hope, the least of the whole thing. So hopefully that isn't coming here. Hopefully we have incredible weather. It's like a 60 degrees, 62. Feels yeah, good. Football that's weather, bad. man. Great football weather. Perfect. All right, I'm going to get the hell out of here. I'm going to go say hi to these dudes. I hope you hit that super uh, super boost for Sunday. Tomorrow yep. night, AJ, I hope you bring all the electricity back to the Thunderdome, pal. Yep. You know me, man. That's that's what I do. But, Pat, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Hey. hey. I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush too much. We're going to get right out to the to the phone lines to our, our guy. This guy comes on the show every once in a while. We all know that. Everyone loves him. Fun jocularity is about to ensue. Bob is a meathead, but he's also very, very smart and intelligent and likes to give his opinion. So he's a great guest and he's a great friend of mine. So please welcome Bobby Carpenter. Bobby! Bobby! What's happening, Bobby? How you doing? Hey, not too much, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. I know Pat's running around, gallivanting all across the country, doing some big things. You're looking great in that tank top. Excited to watch him. Uh, tomorrow morning. So I'm just glad, dude, that you, you thought of me and, uh, you know, get a chance to spend some time together. I'm just glad, honestly, guys, that AJ makes it there every week. Right. You know, he Us has too. a serious, like, narcoleptic tendency when he gets in the car and it's either sunrise or sunset. So I know him driving west in the morning, that sun rising right behind him in the rearview mirror just probably kind of slowly helps those eyes droop. And I've ridden with him a lot. And there's times where I'll fall asleep. We're in the right lane. I wake up. We're almost in the median, like halfway off the road in the left lane. So I'm just glad that he's there and that, you know, hopefully one day autonomous vehicles will help take care of that for him. Hell yeah. Yeah, that would be nice, right? Tell Elon Musk to to continue with that so we can get there pretty soon. But I want to pivot quick, Bob, to the game last night, right down the road from you and Columbus there. Bengals beat the, the Dolphins. Obviously, everything is kind of overshadowed by what happened with Tua Tungabailoa and the whole situation. You get slammed to the ground, all of that. Have you seen? I, I would assume. I know you talked about it on your show this morning that you do uh, daily there uh, in Columbus. But 
What do you think is going on there? Do you think there's any foul play from the Dolphins front office, from the Dolphins, like independent doctors? Like what, it just seems like there's a lot of allegations being thrown around towards the Dolphins and the NFL as we speak. So I was actually talking to one of the trainers at Ohio State this morning who worked in the NFL before for a number of years. And like everyone has their independent neurologist. Like that's not employed by the team. It's, you know, they're, I think they're paid by the league, but you know, they don't have any obligation to the player or to the team to try to get them back out there. They're supposed to provide you know, the independent analysis. And what I was told this morning is he said those guys are generally far more lax than the trainers are. And part of a concussion, man, it's not – I mean, you wouldn't know, AJ, because allegedly you've never had them, or you're just the best at hiding them no. from ever, from everyone else, you know? There's some. There's well, a lot of people good at hiding them, Bob. That was not me, but what what were you going to say about the concussion that we don't well, know? Like, we don't know what that evaluation process looked like. Everyone believed that he had one, but, you know, if, if he pa- was able to pass the test, it's, it's, like, it's like people drinking, man. There's people that can have two beers like AJ, and he's <laughs> falling around like he's, you know, like a yeah. 18-year-old like sorority girl. Like I myself or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, that's it's okay. I mean, it's, it's all good. And then there's people that can have 12 beers and walk around, and they're absolutely fine. And so Tua, <laughs> and the other thing, like, Tua also has to be, well, it's, it's true, they're out there. Uh, <laughs> um, what about Tua? But Tua, Tua has to be honest with the doctors, and he's got to be honest with himself. And if he told them that he was good, they do a little eye test, and they check off everything, and he passes all of the things because he hides his symptoms, like, that, that's on Tua. And I'm not trying to, like, but Danny, though, Bob, though, with the protocol, though, with like the baseline testing and all of that that they bring you back to once you've been dinged up, can't you shouldn't be able to game the test, could, should you? Well, I mean, you tell me, AJ. Like, if you're doing your baseline test, you determine how well you do. That's that. that's the way I to mean, cheat it. Is if you if you just fumble the baseline test because you're like, hey, when I am concussed, I don't want them to know, so I'm going to score very poorly on this baseline. I forget it. I don't. I think I'm trying to think who told me this, but someone who had played in Indy. I want to say with Peyton, and Peyton was like, "Listen, nobody needs the, the baseline test. Isn't the ACT to get you into Harvard, guys? Like, we don't need to go out there and try to be all stars on the baseline." And I, I forget who it was, but I mean, there's truth to that. Like, I played with a guy who he did so well on his baseline AJ. Like, he legitimately had a concussion. He sat out a week. He's like, "I feel good." This and that. He took him three weeks. He still could not pass his baseline test. So completely symptom free. And he, goes, and he told me, he goes, I don't know if I'll ever be able to replicate that score again. So I must have yeah. done so well the first time that, you know, during the season, you're tired. You've got, especially you got kids and stuff. You're, you know, you don't have enough you're sleep. dinged up. You can barely know your yeah. name. You're so dinged up. Yeah, it's hard well, to pass I mean, those tests, right? Here's the thing. All the, all the little micro stuff. I mean, your head just hurts during the season. Like, that's the reality of it. I mean, you're running your big meat skull, AJ, into another dude. Yeah. That's what I told my brother. We. We were moving. Uh, we were moving this beam in our house, setting it, and it was it, the beam weighed about four hundred twenty pounds. Half of it sit on like on a, on one of the oh, other wow. uh, sides. I've got to shift it, so I literally just get my head up to it, and I'm moving like an inch. So I just stand up with it. He says, "Dude, you're gonna hurt your neck." And I'm like, "Listen, man, there's probably about 250, 280 pounds on this. I used to weigh two fifty. Used to weigh two fifty. Probably peak speeds around uh, you know eighteen miles an hour, okay. and you would run into another human being." that weighs that much at 18 miles an hour, them running 18 miles an hour into you. And, like, I'm not a physics guy, but I know right now that's a heck of a lot of force. Hell so yeah. Regardless of the helmets and everything else, dude, like, you're not a woodpecker. Like, you're not designed to be able to just pound, 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 pound over and over again. Easy. So there's going to be a little bit of that. And like you sign up for it with the game. But we're trying to do it safer. We're trying to do it the right way. 
But guys got to be honest about it too, man. You can't sit there and take your friend. You ask him if they're okay to drive home after having a couple of drinks. Like, yeah, I'm good. Like our boy Schlegs. And he'd always, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we take the keys and then he'd pull out another key and take off. Like, I mean, you can, you can only protect someone if they want to be protected. Yeah, you're right. You know what, Bob? That's a valid point. That's why Ty Schmidt, you have something for Bob, I know. What's up? Yeah, Bob, uh, I'm sick and tired of talking about Tua because yes. everyone's saying that we're holding the water. Everyone's very disappointed with uh, the oh, takes we? we had today. Is yeah. we're water for the NFL? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Right. Until Tua talks and we hear more about it, I don't know. And that's if... where we're at, too. We're saying we don't know. We don't know much yet. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, switching gears slightly, Bob, because you are the general of Big Ten football. You save Big Ten football. I'm an Iowa alum. Michigan's going to Iowa this weekend. Iowa always plays Michigan good, especially at Kinnick. Is there any chance Iowa can win this weekend? How many defensive scores do you think your Hawkeyes could get this weekend? And it'd probably take two to win the game, I think. <laughs> if that's the case, then I think they can win. Um, Michigan, I'm, I'm not sure how good they are. I watched Maryland last week, who it's a very different test. Maryland's very talented on offense. Defense was better than I thought. Michigan struggled for a while, eventually pulled away. I mean, Iowa should be able to slow down this Michigan offense. It's just a question of trying to score points, man. It, I love watching old school football with tight ends and fullbacks, and Jacob Hester and I talk about it all the time. Do you really? On ESPNU, we call it Meathead Radio and all the, the pounding, the that age and I used to line up and just run into people's skulls from five yards away. But, like, no one does that stuff anymore except for, like, Iowa and Wisconsin. So I want them to be good at it. I, they, they've just got to figure it out, man. I don't know how you can be that bad at the offense that Iowa runs. It's very simple. You should be able to execute it. I think they do have a chance because they play better at home. They always play good against Michigan. And they seem like this would be a game that it could to catch Michigan and maybe – little bit of a trap game. You play them in, you know, with some defense. You get some turnovers. And next thing you know, you're in a game and you didn't realize it in the fourth quarter. So I think there is a chance. But I, I, I think the Wolverines should be able to pull this one out. Because I'm not kidding you. I've never seen an Iowa offense this bad. And I don't know how it's going to get better. We'll it see. has never been this bad. Boston Connor, what's up? Yeah, Bob, switching gears one more time. Tom Cruise could hold his breath under six minutes underwater. And they just, you know, the video just went viral. Do you think in a different world he may be able play in the NFL, or do you think that he was born to fly planes? Here's the thing. You need to go watch Tom Cruise's life, uh, his, doc, his documentary, Biopic. It, it was called Interview with the Vampire. And <laughs> Tom Cruise can do things other people can't because I'm not really sure he's actually a human being at this point. Like He's flying around, pulling like six Gs. You got dudes yeah. that are 25 years old, throwing up, can't handle any of that. Somehow a dude who's like 60 years old now that's fine for him. It doesn't bother him. He can hold his breath for six minutes. You watch him in, you know, the Mission Impossible. He's actually running on the side of the building. That's there's not even cables for that. That's just Broke him doing ankle. it. Broke his ankle, right? Doing yeah. a stuff. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's not a human, dude. He's not real. Bob, what so. would you say if you had to meet him? If if you met Tom Cruise, which I don't I don't know if you met him or not. I, I don't think you have. What do you what was what would you say to him right off the bat? You know, you got to get his attention right away so you guys are good buds for for life. Oh gosh, I'd probably probably give him the Top Gun high five. To Yep. Okay. Uh, that's that's definitely in play. Ooh, and that's then, me. Who easy? That is. Look at that. That's AJ, man. That's Rock Skull. And look at him dying in that thing. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise as a human being is somehow tougher than AJ. He's way tough. Tom Cruise is way tougher than every, every human because yeah. he's not real. Well, human. I mean, listen. They do all this stuff, the Scientology and the shocking. I mean, <laughs> maybe he's been able to to handle all that. There might be something to that too, guys. We might want to try that out because you don't really age, and you can do things you other people can't. Yeah. 
Uh, but then I'd probably ask him to start reciting all of the classic bartender uh, poet lines from Cocktails. That's probably, after Top Gun, that might be my favorite Tom Cruise movie because it's all the great stuff that he's able to throw out there. So I think we could do that, run off some of those, spit some drinks, have a good time, and uh, then we could probably go on like a 20-mile-an-hour run with a gas mask on and see who dies first. I, I look forward to you meeting Tom Cruise. Nick, what would you have for Bob? Bob, uh, a, a certain legend, uh, an NFL legend, has recently gotten into hot water for uh, a, a transaction, a misappropriation of funds, uh, just trying to help out uh, his, his daughter's school, uh, their athletic department. And I know how much you love the Buckeyes. And I was just wondering, you know, if things, if things were ever in dire straits in Columbus, uh, what depths you would go to if you would dock some of your uh, HVAC workers' pay, uh, maybe skim a little off the top and redirect those funds to help out the Buckeyes. Oh, my gosh, man. That's terrible. Like, listen, <laughs> I, I, people work hard, man. I love taking care of people. I love making sure that you know, our employees and our team is compensated oh, yeah. really well. I mean, my man Brett, he's a Hall of Famer, what? Super Bowl champ, what? three-time MVP. What? He throwing out some DPs out there. What? Now with the, with the welfare, I mean, like, my, my guy's basically done everything you can in the world, yeah. both good and bad. So I know that's AJ's dude. I, I don't know what to my say dude, about that. My ex-teammate, I played with Brett for two years. I'm not sitting here standing on the – Standing on the, my desk saying he didn't do anything wrong. It sounds like he did a lot wrong. Right? Where earlier you, you did that on the bar when I, you yeah, first earlier got you were saying, I did, hey, I guess, give yeah, him a break. I did get out of my truck. First thing I did was jump on this thing and, yeah, and stand on the, the desk for him, as they say, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You were like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise when he went on Oprah. Remember he hopped up on the couch? <laughs> Katie Holmes. Pump, like 15 years ago yeah. when he was married to uh, Katie Holmes. Like, I love this woman. I love that man. You Obviously. Did it work out? I, uh, it didn't, but yeah. you know, yeah, I don't know if he sent the same lost. picks to her that Brett was sending out. I mean, did he send those to you, AJ? Is that what kind of stirred that? If, if a husband sending that to a wife, I always say that's such a romantic relationship. If a husband is sending dick pics to his wife and they've been married like fifteen years, what a the classic American love story, right? I think I it's mean, amazing. You really couldn't ask for much more. I mean, the passion is still there; it's still alive. I mean, hopefully, there's some reciprocity and things coming back. A couple tasteful bathroom selfies coming back on the other side. <laughs> I mean, look, guys, you need to grab AJ's phone at the break because, I mean, there's going to be some good stuff in there. He speaks from experience. Unfortunately, there's not. <laughs> I, love where I love where Bob's brain is. I can watch his brain work in real time. That's why the FaceTime is good. I can see him. I can see, like, I'm not sure what he's going to say. I know it's going to be inappropriate and definitely take some, uh, you know, take some latitude with some truth or what, what may be facts. But either way, Bob, you played – the New England Patriots for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Your dad's yep. uh, your dad's Bill Parcells guy. You're Belichick. All this whole coaching tree. You've been around. What do you think's going on with the New England Patriots right now? Do you think there's a chance Mac Jones plays this weekend? I do not. And also, what's going on with the play calling? Gosh, you know, I know Boston Connors probably beat up about that a right little now. bit, Bob. A little bit. It's and Bob. It's it's still listen. Hey, I was sitting there talking to my dad about this yesterday. Boston sports fans are the most spoiled sports fans in the world. The last twenty five years, you guys have done nothing but win titles in every sport yeah. all over the place. It. And all we do now is we feel bad because the Patriots aren't, you know, winning fifteen games a season and ultimately yeah. winning Super Bowls. Maybe the Celtics didn't win a title and all these things. There's some ebbs and flows. I do know this. Bill let us know that he's not a physician, he's not a surgeon, yeah. he can't read MRIs. He enjoyed telling everybody that. It's a day-by-day -day thing. I don't believe Mac Jones is going to play this week. I think he's probably going to be out for a couple. No. Didn't that look well, like the most painful injury of all time? 
It did. I, here's the thing, man. Like here's the thing. He did. I will say this, AJ. He hopped off the field, so you have to give him credit for Legend. that. True. Thank you're you. Right. He didn't you're lay right. there. You're Thank right. you. No one's laying there. He's not calling for the cart and everything and crying and like, well, it's a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain, dude. You still got the other leg. You can still hop off the field. Carts are reserved for two situations last night: spinals and if you have like a broken leg. Now that. I mean, this picture, bad. we got to stop it, spreading this picture, don't we? Dude, yeah, he was devastated. Have, he couldn't practice. Uh, what do you guys want? They may have actually cut it off. Right. It was I emotional pain. I'm, you're not, I'm okay with emotional pain. Yeah, yeah. Boston Connor, I think he was so dedicated. Bill looked at him. He goes, listen, we can get you back out there this week, uh, but we're going to have to give you a prosthetic. So he just took the chainsaw back in the locker room and sawed yes. that thing off right there. Oh, um, and so now he's playing with some sort of artificial foot. I don't think he's going to play. The play calling, I like Matty P. Matty Patricia is one of the smartest guys I've ever been around. I mean, we're flopping guys on both sides of the ball, trying to figure that stuff out and develop a kind of rhythm. It, it's hard. And I, I want to say, Bill's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, you know, I Aaron agree. said it last week. I that's, agree. that's the truth, but I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I feel like he might be just trying to troll the whole NFL. And be like, No one else can take a defensive coordinator and make him an offensive coordinator. Let's just see what happens. And it's yeah. not really happening with that much success right now yeah what you said about the the boston fans actually we started out the show early in the show today boston connor was telling me how he feels like a lot of patriots fans right are out on bill mm-hmm. belichick already like writing bill belichick off saying all right we're ready for a new regime, like a new regime. I, I think you unplugged the back there yeah. there it is now i'm back there you go. You break, all you do is break stuff dude Got oh no food, i finally man. got this thing clipped in for for good so we're good to go now no problem Jeez, there but the Boston fans are pretty fickle, right? If they've been oh, yeah. winning championships for 20 years, and now, what, just a couple years removed from Tom Brady, we're saying kick this guy out of town, Bill Belichick? Yeah, it's absurd. Um, but the standard is the standard. I don't want it. <laughs> I, I'll never want Bill gone. I, I, I yeah. want him there forever. But, you know, people up there are pissed. They're full fair weather, some may say. But it'll turn The season's not over just yet. It's not. Bob, who's going to be – no, continue. Before we before we start putting him in the ground, I was up there in 2012. We started off the season, Connor. I believe three and two, and I would listen to sports radio kind of everywhere we were at. It never affected me. I just kind of would always like to gauge the room, and I would laugh at what people would say. At three and two in 2012, the call was for Bill to get rid of Tom. Tom has lost his fastball. He's not as good as he used to be. Oh, yeah. Bill is loyal to him. He he would never have done this with anyone else. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, Tom's a bum. I'm like, my goodness, man. Like, this dude has won you three Super Bowls, a couple more. He ultimately went on to win three more with New England after that, one more with Tampa. Like, Damn, have a little patience, okay? When If they're sitting there and, you know, they're six and seven or six and eight, like, okay, then we can start to say the season's over. Bill's teams always get better throughout the season mm-hmm. because – they practice so stinking hard, AJ. I was talking to Nate Ebner about this. Yeah, what's it like yesterday. compared to others? Like, what's it like practicing there compared to other places? AJ, we're doing live open field tackle week eight, week nine like in taking, the snow. Taking out. guys to the ground, right? Oh, yeah, full on to the ground. They're putting you in a box. Dude, it's like you, and then they'll put Julian Edelman over there, and it's like a 10-yard box. I'm like, are you serious? Like, this isn't – show me a point in the game where I have to make a tackle on a wide receiver, and there's no help for 10 yards. There's zero chance I had to take this guy to the ground. They're going to yell at you if you can't, but, like, you do it every day. And they make sure of it. You get better. That's why the teams continue to improve is because of that. Now, it may shorten your career and it may completely wreck your body, but (laughs) you do become better players. Is there a balance? Can you find the the balance between those two? No. You either have to just grind or just chill. I don't know. You were telling me you're you're up there with Big Mike your rookie year. It's still taking on – 
uh, ISOs live in week 14. Really, I mean, we're, we're doing that late in my, not late, Mike. We're, we're doing half line during the, during uh, the season where half line technically coaches think it's safer because there's no like backside box. And all it was is you have half the line and we have a couple linebackers in D line. And I would just run my skull in multiple linemen and be like, I don't understand how this play, this half line stuff works. The running back cuts back to where there's no linemen. There's no players. And I was like, so why don't we just lay on our backs and you blow the whistle and we get up and we run into each other like hamburger drill like I did when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. That's the same thing, I feel like, Bob. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all it is. So some of the coaches, I mean, and look at Big Mike. He's thriving right now in Dallas, doing a great job down there. Is he really? Uh, I mean, you they're think, winning games. I think maybe I, with him. Oh, wait, you know Jerry. So you're drafted there. That's another question. How do you think him and Jerry get along? It seems like, although very different, they seem like they they vibe pretty well. I mean, I felt like you were going full dumb and dumber right there. What? Old people, years behind the wheel, still cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line I use a lot, but yes. Um, I don't, it's very interesting because I, you know, Mike told him that he watched all 256 NFL games that year in his interview. Yep. And then came out and like laughed and said he really didn't. And you're like, well, what did you really do then? Why, why would you throw that out there and it not be true? I feel like that was probably a focal point with Jerry. I think if they don't probably win this year, uh, Mike might be on his way out. Because as you look at Jerry, I mean, Jerry's like in his 70s, mid-70s, upper 70s. Yeah. I mean, he he probably he has more sands at the bottom of the hourglass than the top. And I know he wants to win the Super Bowl. And if Mike doesn't get him in the playoffs and win some games this year, I think they might be moving on to try to find someone else. Sean Payton. Sean Payton sitting out there, yeah, too. There yeah, is he, don't you think Jerry loves Sean Payton? Jerry... Jerry loves Sean Payton probably more than any other coach, and he has wanted to have him. I've sat there and dinners with Sean and Jerry, and, I mean, it's amazing. You can see his affection for Sean because he's such a brilliant offensive mind, but he also has that toughness of coming up in, like, the parcel, yes. the Parcells coaching tree. So, like, when I'm listening to Dan Campbell, they're like, oh, yeah, Dan learned everything from Sean. They both were in Dallas together under Bill. Like, if you ever want to know what it's like Bill Parcells, Dan Campbell is like a big Lebowski version of Bill Parcells, Hell just yeah. like former player kind of meatheadish. But all the things they say, all that, like that's all Sean, that's Bill Parcells. I mean, those guys resonate with that, and so that's what he wants. He wants the Bill Parcells that's modern, that has an unbelievable offense, that's very creative, and that's what Sean Payton can give you. Sounds pretty good. Last thing here, Ty Schmidt. Yeah, speaking of MCDC general, the Lions keep losing some of these heartbreaking games. Do you think we're just going to see bigger and bigger chaws in his mouth? Is he going to smoke three to four times as many cigarettes on Sunday nights? Like, what do you see for the Lions and MCDC going forward? I, mean, I told you guys, I think I told you guys a story about Dan. I mean, it's Saturday night, Mother's Day weekend, and we're in some rural area of Texas watching some band that's like up and coming. We have a, a, a big like bus that took us out there. There's probably five or six dudes. Some of us brought our wives. Dan didn't. He left Holly at home. She had young kids. We're getting ready to pack up and leave. And my man Dan's like, I'm staying with the band. And I mean, this is 2008. Or, yeah, 2008, 2009. I mean, there were no Ubers. There was no way to get back home. I don't even know how he made it back there. But the last thing I see Walk. of him is him burning a heater with a chew in and a, and a fifth of Jack in his hand. Like, Dog. Dan Campbell... He will self-medicate. He will take it. Those chaws will get bigger. He might Hell be yeah. burning heaters outside of Ford Field. He will do whatever it takes to get that thing done. And then he's going to go pump some weights and do some up-downs because he's absolute badass. He is, Bob, and so are you. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on the show. We uh, 
you know, we always enjoy having you. Enjoy yourself today and this weekend, Bob. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Absolutely, sir. Can't wait to get uh, see you tomorrow, man. So have fun out there. And then you try to make it back uh, without crashing on 70 somewhere. Jeez. I'm going to make it. I'll be great, Bob. Don't worry. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Carpenter. There's a nice giveaway that we're trying to set up right now. Which Either one of you guys want to announce what that might be? Yeah, sure. You guys know the drill. Uh, it's That's Friday, right. feel mm-hmm. good Friday, so yeah. we're going to do another giveaway. Kay. Use hashtag PMS NFL Week 4, the number 4. Okay. So hashtag PMS NFL Week 4. Okay. Put your cash tag in the tweet and just pick a winner from this weekend's NFL mm-hmm. games. We'll randomly choose 10 people to win $500. All you got to do, put your cash tag in the tweet, use hashtag PMS NFL week four, and just pick a winner from this weekend. Don't worry about the spread. Nope. Just give us a winner. Hashtag PMS NFL week four. Hey, here you go. I know Phil Phil jumped in my ear. Ty, if you can shoot this into the hoop, they said we'll double it. Whoa. 20 winners? 20 winners, right? Yeah. Here we go. Right that hoop right there. He said. Sitting down? No, you don't have to sit down. Phil did not say that. He did not say you have to be sitting down. Uh, that must have been Z. That was usually, I, I know I like to sit down here. I got a good angle with this guy over yeah. here. But I want you to hit this tie. I think you will. Let's go, Ty. You got this tie. Good titties, Oh. A little Look too good. strong. A little too oh, strong. Maybe no. we'll try another one. Maybe a shot, maybe, Ty? Where's the other stuff? Where's the other stuff we have? There's a ball right Basketball. by us. No, there are basketballs the right there. Oh, I didn't see. Where do you think you were pointing at? <laughs> I didn't see over the thing. Here we go, right, Ty. let's shoot one more time. Come on, Ty. 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 NFL week four. Oh. Oh. Got two balls. Got two balls. Got another one. Get another shot. Hey, don't tear your ACL when you land, because that one scared me for a minute. You came down kind of hard. Oh. All right. Hey, you know what? He's getting dialed in. He'll be there. Hashtag PMS NFL Week 4 and pick a winner, right? And put yep. your cash tag in there. Yes, sir. And there you go. You have it. Guys, what's your, what's your favorite thing going into this weekend? You favorite thing? When it comes to NFL football or college football, I guess we have the, the big extravaganza tomorrow night. Sure. Clemson, NC State here live from the Thunderdome to watch along. But other than that, what's going on that you are intrigued by? Uh, other than the watch along and uh, Mac Jones seeing how tough, 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 tough he is, I would tough, say tough, tough. my biggest thing I'm looking forward to this weekend would probably be Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. That game feels like it's going to be fun. Do you think that uh, the Bills get back on track? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, the Ravens obviously beat the Patriots by 10, but it was pretty close, and I think – if Poyer's there, then they'll definitely win. Um, if not, then it might come down to the wire, but I see the Bills still as top dogs. Yeah, what about you, Ty? Yeah, outside of the watch-along tomorrow night, which is going to be an absolute blast. Yes, man, too. Obviously, the Packers game is going to be good to watch, but I mentioned it earlier. I'm very excited to watch that Jaguars and uh, yeah. Eagles game. Yeah, it's crazy. It, man, Jags the, are good. If the Jags they continue are. to win like consistently – I know people right now, they don't – yeah, we, we are saying, hey, the Jags are a good squad, but people don't truly believe it yet. No. Now, the Jags do. The guys in that building do, and the coaches and everyone, I'm sure, and probably their diehards. But how many wins do they have to you know, rattle off before we're like, okay, we think these guys legit are a playoff team? Well, in comparison to, like, their previous seasons, I don't know how many wins, like, their diehards need. Like, they could go 6-11 and 11 and it feels like, yeah, they've made progress, yeah. you know. But I feel like – 
to really think that they're a legit team, probably nine. Yeah. Like nine and eight, just above 500, I'd say. They need I mean, to finish I, strong, too, because you know how all yeah. this stuff works out where teams look hot and fans are pumped, and then all of a sudden if they the last month and a half of the season they lay an egg and they all that goodwill is gone down the toilet right away. Yeah, they could. I mean, they're first in the division. Like, if they Jeez. win the division, uh, then I think that's a massive win. And – like, yeah, it is the Jags. It's not that long ago they were in the AFC Championship, and they were like, actually. No one gives them any credit for that either. I feel no. like they were so close to playing in the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Well, and outside like, of that year, when was the last time that Jags fans had something to be excited Fred about Taylor, this early Baselli, in the season? When they first came on the scene, right? Like, Baselli, Fred yeah. Taylor, is that? Maybe. And, you know, it's obviously early, but it seems like Trevon Walker, like they hit on yeah. their draft picks. So, yeah. like. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the dude that they thought he was. And everyone even said that last year. Like, he played well last year. It was just obviously overshadowed by many other things off the field, and they didn't win games. Well, and James Robinson is a stud, and Urban was such a dipshit. He had some sort of axe to grind with him. I don't get that. I know there was a whole situation where he didn't draft him. No, he was undrafted. Yeah, he didn't draft him, and he drafted ETN. Okay, that's right. uh, Which was his first year. James Robinson got drafted the year before Urban was there, and I think he had like a a 1,000-yard rusher, and then instead of just kind of being Oh, and there's the weird stuff. He was going in like the end of the preseason game, right? He was playing like in the fourth quarter of the fourth preseason game or something like that. You know it was? I think he fumbled early in the season once in like the first or the second quarter, and Urban just sat his ass and didn't. And then Trevor Lawrence said post-game one of the games like, yeah, he's one of our best players. Like, that guy needs to be on the field. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on, but it didn't matter. And what do you guys ETM think? was out the entire year. Yeah, he was hurt, right? Yeah. That dude can play. I mean, he really can when he's healthy. What do you guys think of that? I always wonder, taking a guy out if he fumbles. If you're a running back, say he's even your dude. Like Some coaches have like a hard and fast rule. Hey, if you oh, fumble, yeah. like you're not in the next series, and I don't know when I'm putting you back in. Yeah. Do you guys agree with that? Uh, no, I don't because either. I mean it happened. I mean it happens in New England all the time. Like Ramondre Stevenson, him and Damian Harris split uh, kind of carries now. But last year in Ramondre's first game against the Dolphins, he fumbled, and I don't know if he played much after that. And I know the next game he missed. I think like the first half. It, it feels like because of how good dudes are at like popping the ball out and so aiming good. for the ball. Every single tackle, multiple guys. Yeah, their first thought is, "I'm going to punch the hell out of this football." It's insane. Like it's there are every so tackle, good, isn't it? Yeah, every single tackle. We saw Logan Wilson, who had an unbelievable game last night for the Bengals. I don't want to. I know it's everything with Tua has gotten. It was a scary situation, yeah. but Logan Wilson, Kirk talked him up a bunch in the broadcast. I was happy to see that the dude can play. He can flat out play coverage, goal line. He's a monster up front. He's physical and he can cover. He's awesome. I love what he can do. I think he's huge for the Bengals. But when he got a pick against the Jets, if you remember that, who was the O lineman that had the most beautiful boom punch yeah. out? On like the ten yard line, yeah. almost got the ball back for his team. Yeah, I'm it was not awesome. sure. Evan Neal, I believe. Evan Neal. I think oh, it was okay. Neal. Well, is that no, not Neal. He's not even. Nah, he he's the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Whoever it was, the lineman had one of the most beautiful tackle punches. And I'm like, it's not just defensive guys, even offensive guys. It makes me think. I wish I would have done it more when I played. It wasn't talked about near what Peanut Tillman Peanut was Tillman. doing it. Sure. Yeah. But as like, they were playing Tampa too, you got guys rallying everywhere around you. Like you kind of have to have the right situation around you, I guess to be able to be that aggressive for it, but now you don't. It's just everybody. That's, that's what we're doing. We're pun- our, part of our tackle is we're punching the hell out of the ball. Yeah, it seemed like it went more from like, hey, put put a fucking hat on the ball to yeah, now it's you're right. punch. That's what's made it safer because that's always been, hey, head on the ball. If you're tackling, your head is on the ball, like across the body. Now it's completely different. You're right. Well, and like, like we'll Aaron like, Jones, too. Yeah. Sorry, I was just nah. going to say, like, you know, he fucking fumbles on the goal line. Like, what, are the Packers just going to sit his ass for the rest of the game yeah. in the second half? Like, yeah. it just doesn't work like that anymore. I'm with you. Yeah, it happens, too, where 
I don't in games not as much, but in practice, if an offensive lineman or any player like false has a false start, get him out of there, and they run out and they jog out. I'm like, well, you're kind of rewarding like this big old O lineman for jumping. You're giving him a break, and if he's a good player, he knows he's not getting benched. That you're pulling him out for a play in practice. Like I always get annoyed by that too. Yeah, like he didn't. Yeah. We understand it. He didn't mean to. to it, he didn't mean to have a false start. It, it happens, but obviously, if it continues to happen, you got to figure something out. But come on now. Well, and some of them are situations like the Aaron Jones one. Like Vita Vey is hitting him in the back downfield. Like yeah. how, how often does that happen? Versus like, sure, if you like fuck up like a snap or like a handoff, and you know you put the wrong hand up, and then yeah, yeah. because that the ball pops out fine. But if it is like an Aaron Jones or even like a Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor is another good example. Like if one of those guys fumble or they don't really have a history of it but it's just like sometimes the defense makes a good play or like you guys mentioned like hat on the ball like there really isn't anything some of them you're like a coach can't but hey you gotta have you gotta cover the tip you gotta cover all five points of pressure like eh, some of them like well even with that hell of a play by this dude yeah exactly i got bent back completely and some giant d lineman took his head and ran it through the football and actually my bicep is split in half now too because it was so hard yeah you got you got two hands that one guy and like shaq leonard like when he's his arms are so long, man. That so dude, long. He punches balls out as as he's knocking dudes out. He's punching the ball out too. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's he a thing looks of to do it. Like I, I forget which clip it was, but it was Derrick Henry, and they had him mic'd up on the sidelines, and he's like, "I don't care if he runs me over. Like I'm going yeah. for the ball." And Derrick Henry did end up running him over, but I think later on yep. he popped one out. And like the five points of pressure, there was one of uh, Shaq Leonard against the Jets, and he punched this dude. He hit like the bottom of his face mask, and then his forearm, and then the ball, oh, and he still popped. I did out. see that one, yeah, because I always think too, man. Hopefully, guys aren't breaking their hands. If you do miss, and you punch a face mask, yeah. or even like a weird part of the shoulder. Pads. Yeah, and he st- and he did like half of that and still got the ball. Like, sometimes it's just an unbelievable play. Yeah, that's part of the things you could work on too. Like even when they, you know, a lot of people work hand to hand combat type stuff or like MMA type deals. Jay Glazer has worked with Obviously. a lot of players, but yep. you talk about striking. I'm like a lot of it. I was like, all right, yeah, it's a good workout. I'm not saying it's going to help you in football if you're sitting there hitting the mitts or hitting a heavy bag. It's just a good cardio workout and strength, or whatever. But now. If you're trying to pinpoint and figure out, like, if you could do different training where you're always pinpoint trying to punch and then get your other arm to wrap all, like, you can do a lot of cool things, I think, now crossover to, to help you become better at punching the ball out. Well, and not even punching the ball out. Like, isn't that why you used to do the kick in the bags? Because you knew, like, hey, this is going to improve my <laughs> lateral quickness quite a bit. Well, for anyone that doesn't know, Ty's referencing a video from probably 10 years ago where I was, mm. I was shuffle, shuffle, I was kicking these bags. Man, it was thing of beauty. We had a world champion, right, or a gold a gold medalist in what judo and she said that looks very very good that was very high level where did you train who where is your dojo she did say that anastasia zolotich look at your brain yep that's right and she said it so i guess i'm certified now right i'm good yeah i guess exactly you basically won gold medal are we doing that tomorrow night for the watch along and stuff like that we'll get a couple pads in here if you want to i'll see if what i can bring see if i have anything to bring in too that we could use as props maybe like the zuck shin pads i know you have those the tie pads yeah the old tie pads Mm -hmm. i do not have the tie pads there i'm not as i'm not as dedicated as zuck he is like he has his own oh boom look at this look at this boom Boom. so powerful boom 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 (laughs) boom Boom! 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 Holy fuck, I've never been kicked <laughs> like that before. That's what that guy was <laughs> Holy shit. I'm telling, I'm, look, I don't I know. What, I love it. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. I, I'm not as, not as good as uh, 
when I was doing the one Power Max 360 and got to hump, hump the, uh, that was the screen. Went on. But these things, I'm not messing with these cords, Nick. I know you think I am. I'm not touching anything. Yeah, no, you just stepped on it and fucked it up a while nope, ago. not touching anything. Yeah. I'm not touching anything. You hear that? I'm not oh, touching yeah, anything. You guys it. hear that little that little beeping or whatever? There it is. Oh, this is the other video. Hell yeah. 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 Is that what I was saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. H-I-O. That's pretty good, Con. <laughs> we played that a few times. Oh, you know what? Shit. You got to work. Everyone's everyone's always trying to figure out the next, the newest, and the greatest thing you can do for workouts, right? Yeah, and you had it. There it did. You know what? We're gonna wrap this sucker up, guys. I know there's no uh, hammer down has not happened today, Tone. Once again, congrats, Goomp. We're congrats, thinking Tony. about you guys as well. Tomorrow night, ESPN two live here from the Thunderdome, seven thirty, seven thirty Eastern. Clemson, NC State, us three. Yep. on the Clemson squad, right? And Bruce Brown. And Bruce Brown. I love it. Bruce is a scratch golfer, I know, from what I hear. Everyone yep. tells me. Oh, yeah. I love it. Lefty, a lot of lefty golfers here. But, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I appreciate everyone coming on. Obviously, Bobby, Pat, watch uh, game day tomorrow. Pat will be there. I wonder what the elements will be like. They're indoors, though. Are they going indoors or not? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Have, I'm sure they got all kind of stuff for the elements. It's going to be awesome atmosphere. Yeah. We're going to get to watch it here tomorrow on ESPN2. Everyone else can watch it. Appreciate you guys, everyone behind the glass, boys. Can't wait to see oh, you yeah. guys again tomorrow. Uh, everyone that's watching, we appreciate it. This is awesome. The Thunderdome is crazy. I, oh, yeah. I love coming here every single Friday, and now it's Saturday. Tomorrow will be fun for me, but I can't wait to be back over Action Monday from Ohio. Pat will be here at this desk, but uh, everyone have a good weekend, and we will see you Monday.